that shit burns, bro. <laughs> he lets everyone know that I hate it. You're gonna, you're gonna feel my awkward stare in the microphone <laughs> on the audio. <laughs> so the, uh, so the story on that is we were talking about the trailer for uh, Meg. Uh, which is a, the like, the shark megalodon? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a scene where there's a, a wedding party of of Asian descent, and they jump off the the boat with their little yappy dog. And Adam's going on about how he doesn't want anything to happen to the dog. And he says, "Kill all the Asians. I don't care about that. <laughs> so long as the dog don't survives." Don't you dare end that dog's <laughs> life. Right. So he so we grabbed onto the kill all the Asians. And it has been a running gag that he is anti-Asian. <laughs> yep, and all the all the guests seem to just go along with it. So you can be different if you want. He's gonna be so non-conformist that you're gonna conform and let you know how much of a racist piece of shit you are. You gotta be who you are. Okay. You gotta be who you are. You gotta save some of it for later. Okay, everyone ready? I guess. Yeah. All right, I got that. All right, here we go. Wait. Yes. When did you, when did you start? <laughs> when, during the Asian comment. Oh, when was it doing the backstory on the, the yeah. Adam hates all the Asians? I was trying to come up with a setup to get it in there, so I had to, that's what I came up with. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. Clever. Yeah, thank you. I'm getting better at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was about was me trying. Did I do good? Uh, no. Okay. Um, so wait, wait, did you get the, the, the Mountain Dew through the nose on cam on the recording? Yes. That was pretty fantastic. Exactly. Okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> Jesus. All right, I'm not going to sound like Eeyore. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the 31st episode of Damage Control Podcasting, a professionally unprofessional look at the conventions, ideas, and genres of filmmaking. I'm here with... Daniel Newkirk. Joshua Snyder. Cody Dietrich. Aaron Carter. Go ahead and you always take over the guest introductions. Okay, great. Uh, so yeah, um, uh, you you the one regular listener uh, may notice that we've got a different voice on the the, the podcast. That is Aaron Carter, uh, a friend of the store, a friend of mine, friend of Snyder, friend of Cody's. Um, Not former pop star Aaron Carter, mind you. He does like candy. I can still beat Shaq though. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I consider him a friend of mine. All right, friend of Adams. Friend of acquaintance. Right on. We're doing it. <laughs> he just immediately downgraded you. He didn't. He didn't put you down yet. He just he's like, I, I met you five minutes it's, ago. It's a, You're it, a guy. It's a lateral promotion. <laughs> yep. uh, so uh, Aaron, uh, a friend of ours, uh, commonly uh, we call him Fro. Um, so if you hear that, that is who we're talking about is Aaron. Uh, we've got him on the podcast today because he is a member of the SCA. Uh, which, if I'm correct on this, is the Society for Creation, uh, Creative Anachronism? That is it. Okay, cool. So tell us a little bit about the SCA, uh, what you do there real quick. Sure, sure, sure. Um, the SCA is a nationwide, worldwide I should say, um, interactive, living history, um, non-profit organization that... Uh, seeks to recreate all sorts of aspects, positive aspects, of the uh, medieval period. Um, and we cover all sorts of things from dancing, fighting, um, making clothes, uh, manuscripts, all sort of, um, all sorts of stuff like that. Okay. So, um, you do the, um, uh, you're, you're a fighter, right? Primarily. Primarily. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you talk, 
Let's, what uh, what armor do you wear? What weapons do you use? How did you get them? How did you get into the SCA? Sure. So, like, the usual um, formula for the SCA is uh, it tries to cover the 1600 AD to 1600 AD. So, kind of uh, fall of Rome to right before the uh, Victorian era. Um and usually, uh, if you have a particular interest or something that you like to research, you um, start there and kind of just research like a, a certain region at a certain point in time and just kind of collaborate all your stuff together and um, work on portraying uh, that aspect in history. Uh, my, my Personally, myself, I like um, the Middle East and the Crusades and stuff like that, so most of my... Um, Equipment represents um, the Middle East, the uh, the Saracens and and the Le- the Levant that that area like that. Okay, great. Um, how did you get into the SCA? How did I get into the SCA? I um always grew up going like to comic book stores and stuff like that, so I always knew that like there's like a big giant like nerd recreational type thing. Um, and I had heard about SCA, I don't really remember, I think I went to a fair when I was really young, like eight or nine, and, um, it just kind of happened to be a thing that I really liked, so I knew that something like that was always out there, and, um, I was going to the hobby shop, uh, one day, and, um, some friends with some friends were a part of a local SCA group that I didn't even know was in town. And they were in the middle of like a conversation and I heard them and I stopped and talked to them and the guys like, Oh yeah, we have practice on, you know, such and such a day. Come on out and try it out. And that's where I got hooked. That's great. Um, so do you like build all your armors or do you buy them or how do you get um, there's a, there's a good market out there for stuff. Um, if you're looking to buy, um, you can get introduced to all sorts of avenues and stuff online. There's definitely a, a market for that. Um, I did learn to make a lot of stuff. There was a gentleman up in uh, Burlington, Iowa. He'd been doing it for 25, 30 years. And he, uh, we got into contact with each other, and, I mean, he, it's only an hour away from Quincy. So I would drive up every Sunday, and uh, um, he would teach me, taught me everything he knew over his 30-year span. And that's, like, like smithing and stuff? Uh, smithing, um, all the, all sorts of shop, shop skills, drawing up blueprints, uh, uh, moving material, dishing material, um, riveting, um, casting stuff, repose work, which is, um, it's like taking a, repose is like taking a sheet of hot brass, and then you, uh, take a chisel, and you, like, make a design in it. And you then you flip it over. You you, like, you pound on it in like a bowl of uh, pitch. Okay, stuff like that. Would you say this is a way to make sure these skills or techniques uh, stay have a way to stay alive in this modern day and age? Definitely, most definitely. It's you learn so many neat skills and just ways of doing things, and like one thing tends to seek into another thing, and it all kind of collaborates and adds to the entire experience of recreating things. Like, I've started off, you know, just wanting to make armor, but in doing that, I've learned about, you know, styles of clothes or just the time periods of certain armors and the, the represent, not the represent, the, uh, 
presentation throughout history on how armor has changed and um, where certain armors come from in different regions and all kinds of stuff like that. When uh, when you build armor, do you keep it do you keep it traditional or do you just kind of do you just kind of like uh, uh, what would Batman look like in armor or what would what, what would a steampunk or, or do you just, are you all just traditional? Most of the, uh, for, at least for the SCA aspect, we try to keep it as traditional and as close to, um, as close to Historic documented, do, as close to documented facts as we can. But I mean, there's definitely, I have a lot of friends that do on the side because of their costume making abilities. They do cosplay and they go to steampunk conventions or they just, you know, noodle around in the shop and they make cool stuff, jewelry, bracelets, things like that on the side. Okay, you are gonna laugh, but I, I gen, this is a genuine question. Do knights have names like 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 Sith lords? Do you guys have like a Darth title? Sure, no, that, that's not. <laughs> that's a genuine question. It's, it's genuine. It's, it's totally genuine. There is in the society there are um, basically uh, three of the highest end. Um, types of involvement, I guess you could say. So at the highest end of fighting, they have the knights, which okay. are your, as you would think, you know, your historical um, landed lords who, you know, have their own men and have their own establishments, and they've just been people who have been fighting for a very long time and have learned a lot. They've learned, you know, the most, and they have the prowess things like that, the chivalry. Um, chivalry is a very big part of the recreation of what we do. We try to hold really close to that ideal, um, chivalry, honor, the, the things like that, the presentation. Um, so that's for the fight. So knights are for the fighting. For the like arts and sciences making things, with, there is what's called the laurel, which is just like the grand master artisan uh, making all kinds of things. And then you have for service, which is just, you know, I mean, it's just kind of helping people out, being there, being supportive, put, putting, you know, putting effort forward, helping out the, um, helping out the cause. Uh, we have the pelican. Okay. And the pelican is symbolic because it uh, pierces its breast to feed its young. So that's kind of the... Really? Yeah. Oh. That's the uh, emblem that they use. The pelican piercing its breast. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so, what title do you hold? What title do I hold? E each individual. So, for the the three big, the knight, the laurel, and the pelican, those are all society wide. Now, in the society, which is entirely global, there's 19 kingdoms worldwide. Um, each kingdom has its own uh, rule set for how things are dictated. So, they have basic. Usually, they will have what's called an AOA level, which is Award of Arms, and they have a GOA level, which is Grant of Arms, and then up from that they would have your, your Knight, your Laurel, your Pelican, your like ultra-level, uh, high-level stuff. Um, in my kingdom, I have an AOA, or entry-level uh, Award of Arms in Fighting, and I have one in uh, Science for the armor and stuff that I make. So these kingdoms... Uh, these kingdoms, do they have kings and queens? They do. They We have what is called a crown tournament, and it is a tournament for fighters, and they sign up, and they sign up um, with the intent of fighting 
for someone who will become their queen if they win, or king or queen if they win. We're not gender biased, is that the word? Yeah, all-inclusive. Um, and the winner of crown tournament becomes the well, becomes the prince for so many months, and then they have a... We'll usually have an event where there's like an ascension, and then they become the king for so many months, and then they'll, there'll be another crown tournament, and then they will help the next king step up, or the next prince step up, and keep that in circulation. So do they have any, like, control or power, or is it just a title? Um, they have sway over, um, how things are done. I mean, they're, they sit basically at the head of the kingdom, so all the things in the little, um, communities, I mean, they report back and forth to each other, um, they, they see a lot, they hear a lot, they, they're responsible for a lot, ultimately, and making sure that things run smoothly, and... Can they be like, I changed the rule, I'm king forever? No. <laughs> Not that I know of. Oh. I thought I, thought I found the Has anyone tried? Yeah, has anyone tried? Not that I'm sure. Not that I know of. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, you do, like, reenactment battles. Yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, give us a war story. A war story. Um. Hmm. Let's build up. We'll come back to that. We'll right, build up. Right, we'll, we'll come, come back, back to that. that. All right, we'll start. We'll start, and then we'll come back. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got Aaron on tonight because of our topic, sword and sandals, and what I have cleverly called sword and sorcery. Oh, oh, you yeah. clever copyright. Yeah. Okay, so Aaron, we do we do. Uh, a tr- uh, I always do trivia at the beginning. Okay. Oh God. All right. So the, tonight is a. Uh, crowd favorite audio clips okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna play an audio clip <clears throat> y'all tell me what movie it's from remember super grown sword and sandals there's a gift card at the end of this right sure <laughs> <laughs> a, a I, gift I, card I, to underdark comics and games yes yeah. uh, i'm no. down no okay no a, a gift card to adam's heart pass also on down <laughs> also down right. i'll pass yeah. on that one <laughs> okay here we go first one remember the two types of movies daniel stop cheating for those who don't know what sword and sandal is, how about we break it down for them? Sword and sandals is you wear sandals and you have a sword. Yeah. Womp womp. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Epic epic movies, Gladiator. Uh, Troy. The, Troy, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. grand epic movies. Greek movies. Uh, yeah. Historical fighting I, I get, movies. I get into, the, I get into that. I define it in the middle of a podcast. That's a, that's a good place to, to put it. For those who don't know when yeah, they're listening, right, right, yeah, in, the right in the middle, yeah. not, not at the beginning. At the beginning. Yeah, yeah, everyone, just just <laughs> fast forward to the uh, let's call it the forty-five minute mark. Yeah, that'd probably be fair. And, and then uh, and then Adam then, will explain. And Adam will explain, <laughs> and then you can come back to right now, which is like the fifteen-minute mark. You think they're right. gonna listen yeah. to just, the just time time <laughs> travel a little bit? <laughs> You'll find out what the hell he's talking about. I'll time maybe co- I'll time depending co- on which Wikipedia site he went to, <laughs> and then you can rewind back and then come to the truth. I only use two Wikipedia pages. This is supernatural Wikipedia. And, and Wikipedia. <laughs> and right. Marinara Trench Wikipedia. Here we, you're going to miss the first. Here we go. <laughs> you're embarrassing me in front of the guests. Here we go. <laughs> you're going to do that yourself. It's fine. <laughs> Spartans! 
Okay. Oh, yeah, come on. Come on. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, men in tights. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, here we go. I try. I try to mix it up. So it's not just one. Right, here we go. Next one. It's it's rolling. Here we go. I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. Is it Spartacus? Spartacus? I'm Spartacus. This is this trivia is easier than it normally is. Yep, I know it. I like it when the who are you and what have question. you done with Adam? I know it. Okay, here we go. Commonly, the trivia section is what is Adam thinking? Here we go. <laughs> Braveheart. Braveheart. You guys are actually pissed off that it's easy. Y'all are mad at me. <laughs> there's, there's, there's like okay, easy, and then there's like fucking come on. Okay. Yeah, okay. Really yeah. In his defense, a lot of these are very, very, very well known movies. These all are all like this iconic one, all right, things. This yeah. one's really well, hard. Really although hard. I do re really appreciate it's not just some random commoner in the middle of the gladiator movie right. trying to say one line. Like that's this, kind of a normal Adam trivia. This yeah. one is really hard. So okay. Here we go. It's very short. And my computer froze up. Okay, here we go. Release the Kraken! Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. <laughs> what are you... What are you... <laughs> oh, 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 stop pointing. Are you not Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's my ear. Yeah, damn it. I didn't mean to <laughs> Okay, alright. This one, this one might be a little hard. This one might be a little tough. Let my people go. It's the Moses ben movie. Close. No, oh, right. no. You're close. It's the Moses movie. Ten Commandments. Yeah. Ten Commandments. Okay. Starring. Charlton. Charlton Heston. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. That one seems like a bad choice. Musketeers. Which one? Oh. Actually, actually, it's Man in the Iron Mask. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we Iron heard the Musketeers talking. Yes. Here, this is a hard one. This actually is genuinely a hard one. Here we go. Last one, I think. Last one. Here we go. That is Robin, Robin Hood, the Disney one. Fuck off, really? That movie's fantastic. That is, well, hang on. That is, that is a really good Robin do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that shit was coming. <laughs> okay. Alright, so let's get into it. I watched it. that yesterday. <laughs> okay. I'm not surprised. <laughs> okay, so. You almost tonight. got me again. So, <laughs> tonight's topic two film genres not often used in today's cinema Sword, the Sword, and I call them the Sword and Genres. The Sword and Sandal, and the Sword and Sorcery, copyrighted. Uh, so let's start off with... It is copyrighted, but not by you. I know. Okay, <laughs> so let's start off with the sword and sandal. Also known as a peplum genre, P-E-P-L-U-M, the term peplum referring to the tunic-style Greek and Roman garment worn by the characters. Can, okay? can we verify that? Yeah, Wikipedia. Well, we have an on-air on expert. Eh, I'm a terrible expert. <laughs> no, uh, my, my Greek and Roman stuff is, is pretty hit and miss. So uh, did I hit that one or miss that one? 
I didn't swing, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I will take that as a win. Okay, so the genre dominated the Italian film industry from 1958 to 65, eventually being replaced with spaghetti westerns. While the Amer while in America, the genre was thriving with classics such as Spartacus, Samson and Delilah, and The Ten Commandments. So as always, what are some of the ingredients or tropes of sword and sandal flips? What are some of the ingredients? I got I got my cinema pot. We went from a whiteboard to a pot. Let's throw in some ingredients to How make. How are we able to write on a pot though? Okay, We're I got throwing in ingredients. He just said that. Yeah. You're trying too hard. I, I just, no, I just Now if you're talking about his pot calling his kettle black, there's a problem. Okay. But like this is fine. Alright. Okay. Uh, so we're, okay. we're I'm, so I think the first ingredient is swords. Okay. And the second Nailed ingredient it. would be sandals. Sandals. Got it. <laughs> right. They're they're in there. What else we got? An epic <laughs> journey of some sort a lot of the time. Epic journey, okay. Wide scope. Uh you have the you have the brash fighters and then you have the backs you have the schemers behind their back that are not strong enough to take on the fighters but doing another way of getting at them. So you got the rebellion and the Imperials. Good, no, no. good political no. struggle. Good political, okay. Yeah. I, I think the thing for me, and especially in some of the, the more modern ones coming out, is a moral ambiguity. Um, like, you can watch the movie multiple times in multiple different angles, and you see a different bad guy every time, or different aspect on hero and villain. Example. Um, so an example, um, I, I recently watched the uh, new Troy on Netflix, okay. and every single time I, I watched the epic of Helena Troy, I can never decide whether the Trojans are the good guys or the Greeks are the good guys, um, because there are so many things on both sides that make you go, well, that wasn't something a hero would do. Well, um, Paris did basically steal that dude's wife. Right, Paris steals the Greek the 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 Helen. Spartan uh, Spartan emperor's wife. Um, they the Greeks go to war, but the Greek king has to kill his daughter to go to war. So that's like okay, that's kind of a villain thing to do. And then you get into like the honorable duel between Paris and Menetides. Mena, uh, no, it's a Mena, Menelaus? No, Men that's not yeah, that. That's 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 not that's that's no. It's King... It's King... Uh, Men Menelaus? 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 Well, well, he, Paris he isn't bros. a fighter. Yeah, Paris it's, isn't a fighter. Yeah. Oh, right, but his and, brother Hector's the pimp. Right, and that's fine. But you know, Paris gets his ass whooped. But but the Trojans don't hold up their end of the bargain. The whole thing was we're gonna have a fight between Paris and King Mel, and whoever loses wins the war. And Paris retreats. He runs cowardly, like a, like a bitch, um, from the fight. And then the Trojans don't hold up their end of the bargain. So you, then you start looking at the Trojans and go, well, that's not really a heroic thing. That's not something the heroes of the story would do. And then you have, like, the mass murder on the Greek side. Like, it just goes back and forth. And every telling and every watch, I go, is, are the Greeks the heroes? Are the Trojans the heroes? Back and forth, back and forth. Okay, by the mass murder, you mean the strategic strategy move they did with the Trojan horse? Yes. See? Exactly. Uh, perspective. 
and, and I think that to me is in a lot of the those kind which of is movies. why we have in hacker movies everything's called a Trojan horse every time they're hacking into the CIA mainframe like I want to put a Trojan horse into it well because that's a type of hacking tool oh fuck it's real yeah it's a real thing Trojans it's, are real they're not Trojan horses they're just Trojans um, yeah but they're, yeah, not, they're, they're not condoms Anyway, go ahead. I know if I said condom, he would giggle. It's the only reason I did it. That's fair. And <laughs> it almost spit out monster. <laughs> so what are, some, what are some of the other tropes? There's always a, a love story. I I can't think of a single... Try to think of a single sword and sandal that doesn't have a love story. Mm. Most of them do. Yeah. There's always a love angle. Um... The there's a, there, there's typically a progression of the protagonist to become a hero. The typical hero's journey style is in most of those as well. Yeah, but I feel like the the hero's journey is a little bit different in this genre. Like you have, like I mean, we see a lot of the hero's journey in um, in the comic book movies, but in this one, I feel like there's a little bit different because like a lot of the the ones I've seen anyway, you have the heroes that are kind of coming up and almost in the middle of the movie siding with the bad guys to a point until they come out. I mean, in a couple? I don't think, that, I don't think that's more genre-wide, though. Well, because you have it in, like, uh, Spartacus, and you have um, some of the heroes on the Greek side are siding with the Trojans and Troy, and but then you, you have... Yeah, the heroes in mythology, the the view of, her- of heroism was different. Because Hercules was a bad person. And he's the great. He's the Superman of Greek mythology. What? He was not. He good. wasn't a bad person. Yeah, he was. No. You're just saying not according to the mythology. Okay. Anyway, go ahead, Cody. Like, can we all just applaud how well Disney did of just of uh, just like oh we're no we're not going to use that part of the actual mythos because it's not family family friendly with the cut and pasting of the Hercules. How well they did, or how much they how much chopped they the hell did out do. of it and made it a completely different story. Well, what, what are you talking about? Like, uh, it's a way different story. In the in the Disney, it was uh, he was the son of Zeus and Hera. That's completely not true. Hera right. hated his guts, wanted him dead. Right. Well, Zeus couldn't keep it in his pants. Like, yeah, Zeus like was a loving Greek father. Like, I mean, you know, stuff that, like that's that's what, that's another thing. Uh, I missed. Besides Clash of the Titans, there's not a lot of use of gods. Like Troy with Brad Pitt, that should have had gods in that movie. I, wow. I want what I want to see is because I, I read a, I've read a lot of mythology. I'm a big fan of Greek mythology. There needs to be more of the gods in the in the movies that do have the gods. It's always humans going against the gods. That's not how it was in the stories. And so in. A good amount of them it was. Not, not, it was demigods going against the gods. It's, it wasn't mankind rebelling oh, yeah, against, yeah, yeah. against gods. Well, that just has to do with modern society. They're trying to show, like, oh, this epic story will happen in the past. Rage against the machine. Down with tyranny. And sort of have that feeling that... You know what I'm saying. No. Everybody yeah. does. Not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't. <laughs> you will agree with me or else you will be in the wrong... <laughs> okay, that sort of feeling. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> Cody, I'm so. Okay, so in our pot, we've got swords, we got sandals, 
We've got love stories. What, what was political struggles? Political struggles. That's in there. A dash. 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 A the dash. Of a, a dollop. Uh, gods. Mm-hmm. Gods yeah. in there. Um, mythological creatures. Big. S- no. Uh, sometimes I think that depends on whether you're going to the the more fanciful route or if you're going trying to aim for the more historical route. Like some of my favorite sword and sandals were the classic ones where you had the claymation monsters and the, like the old well. school Jason the Argonauts yeah. and Jason the Argonauts that, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Sinbad, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> that great claymation skeleton. So, so, sword and sandals. Do we like them? What are pros and cons of sword and sandal movies? Uh, I like a lot of them. Um, I think some of them kind of get bogged down in some places, though. And for me, especially when you talk about like ancient Greek ones, sometimes it's hard to keep the characters separate if they are just copy and paste and made all the characters look the same. Um, like when you're comparing Troy, like the Brad Pitt Troy, like I couldn't tell the difference between Paris and Hector or a lot of the other. You couldn't tell the difference between Orlando Bloom and Eric Bana. Not really, because they dressed him up the same. They talked the same. Their lines of dialogue There's were like the same. There's like a difference in their height. Sure. He doesn't look at height. Yeah, I'm height blind. Oh, excuse me. Wow. <laughs> You're more progressive than I am. <laughs> Obviously. Um, but then you compare it to like um, the 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 current showing of Troy and. Paris felt very different. Agamemnon was very distinct. Even Ajax, who has, I think, one speaking line in all 12 episodes, I, I recognized him out of a crowd. Okay. Um, oh. So I think the, the older ones, sometimes it's easy to get characters mixed up. Okay. That's, I mean, it wouldn't be, a, wouldn't be a good Greek tragedy without a shit ton of characters, though. It's kind of what they do. Oh, absolutely. I just want them to be distinct and different. How, oh, how would you suggest? Like, one of them have a cool scar across the eye? Uh, yeah, that'd be fine. Or, um, again, I keep going back to Troy because it was so fresh in my mind. Um, but all the, the Greek heroes look different. Um, so Ajax and Agamemnon look very, very different from each other. Um, Achilles, uh, they made of uh, African descent. Um, so he looks very different than the other Greeks. Um, uh, Odysseus is much more lean cut than the other Greek kings so well, he stands out. Oh well, yeah because he was more of uh, he was more he, Odysseus is world renowned for his he's just smart his talking ability. Yeah he's yeah, just smart. He was known as a silver tongue. Yeah. Silver yeah. tongue and he was the one that had the idea for the Trojan horse wasn't that right? Yeah. 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 Um, and his his grandfather was supposedly Sisyphus. Since I don't know who that is. He pushes the rock up the hill. Ah. Yeah, so I think as long as you can make them distinct in personality and or stylistically, they stand out a little bit better. Um, again, even if you go beyond just the looks of them, um, the only one who didn't get like a really unique personality was Ajax, and almost his lack of personality outside of combat is a personality trait. Did he have his all, hammer? All he really does yeah. is all he really does is throw rocks anyway. <laughs> That's all he does. So in the Iliad, is throw of, stones. Outside of Troy, though. Is that really an issue with the, with the genre as a whole? I, uh, 300 kind of had that. Well, I guess the Spartans... 300 are, I guess all you need to know was who Gerard Butler was. Well, 300's based off of a graphic novel, though. So, like, right. the, yeah. that's more similar to... Yeah, but the fall of uh, Thermopylae was an event that actually happened. Yeah, yeah but, it's, more but that one's not... It, 
it's not as it, it's more stylized for the graphic novel style but, but, than it than to be right. But there's a reason for that because the the dude who loses the eye, he's telling the story. He's mm -hmm. trying to pump. He's trying. He's he's Flava Flav. He's trying to pump up the Spartan. So he, of course, he's gonna say these elephants are a hundred foot tall and these beasts that you haven't seen before. That's because. Gary, who's been on the podcast before, he's big into war movies, and he hates that movie because that's not realistic. I said, well, it's not supposed to be. It's coming from this. It's coming from a hype master. So of course he's going to lie and say that it's not. I, I didn't. I like that movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying it. All I'm saying is that stylistically, it's different because it was based on the graphic novel and not off of more of the actual history stuff. So stylistically, it's going to look. Different. That's where you're just. I'm just saying that. Right, but like I kind of walk away with with how well do I remember characters, and in 300, I remember Leonidas. You remember half naked guys? You're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember the other characters, but I don't remember names for them. They don't stand out to me. Um, same thing with Spartacus. You know, Fassbender the, was in that movie. Michael Fassbender was. Michael Fassbender was in that. Uh, Who was Michael uh, Fassbender? He, okay, so you know the dude that goes back with the whip, the Persian that goes back with the whip, and he comes running, and he cuts his arm off? Yeah. That was Fassbender. Oh, all right. All right. Huh. He had long hair. He looked good without a shirt on. Uh, well, most of us do. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, so, same, like, the, the Star Spartacus show, um, I walked away having seen the first two seasons three times and the entire series once and I can tell you three names of characters and that's it because hey, none of the other ones were distinct I didn't watch that how did so how did that. how did they handle the the lead actor died of uh, cancer or something how did they, yeah they, how, they how brought, did, I think they just brought in the the new actor at season two so they didn't change same character and everything they was it Spartacus it, that died yeah yeah it, it was, was it was him that died yeah he had a uh, he just had like Kidney cancer, so I'm going to like remission, and then like he like died. So they did. Did they? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they acknowledged in the credits, but they didn't. Same character. And they just said, "Yeah, he just looks different now." Uh, yeah, they 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 acknowledge it. Um, like they come out and say, you know, that the, the seasons are dedicated to the actor who died. Um, they do recast it entirely. Uh, but one thing I think they liked that they did was when they did the flashbacks um, to season one and season point five. Uh, for Spartacus, they reshot those scenes with a new actor rather than using the cut footage. Because um, there's a few scenes where they flash back to these events that happened in the first season because they're relevant to what's happening now, and they reshot the entire thing with the new actor. Okay. Um, so the, I think honestly, if you're going to have your main actor die and you need that actor, that character to be alive, that's the way to do it. Walking is Peter, walking Peter Cushion. I think that's kind of disrespectful, not to the dead, but more to the living. Um, like, okay, there's there's thousands of aspiring actors in Hollywood, but we're gonna make our own uh, CGI. Thanks, guys. Okay. Okay. All right. So, pros cons. What are what are some of the pros of sword and sandal movies? I, I think a sword and sandal movie can take a story certain places that an audience will accept. Uh, within within this within, realm of possibility, well, yeah, you can have giant spiders without. I was, I was just out there. Like you can have certain aspects in your story, you can use as metaphors. Whereas, in, as in a different genre, you couldn't really 
couldn't really an audience wouldn't really accept. Yeah, you could probably do that in the more fanciful ones. Um, I don't like historical ones. That's how uh, mine are all fanciful. Um, I think personally for me, I like the sword fighting. I like the the combat, um, and to me, those kinds of fighting are way more gripping and more compelling than like a gun shootout in any scene ever in any action movie. Okay, so do you like? I'm asking everyone, but you give your. I'm getting, I'm getting pointed. You, okay, you get your point. So. <laughs> Sword fighting wise, there's the very graceful, very choreographed, crouching tiger type sword fighting. Right, Uja, always good. There's there's just the, the hack and slash, two hands, just, just gore. Vi- would you call that Viking? <laughs> just mindless, just mindless violence. The Arnold. Yeah, okay, okay the, the Arnold. There's no, the, no, no, no. The Arnold. Uh, no. Oh, my fault. And then there's the there's the not as graceful but very uh, balletic prequels lightsaber sword fighting. I mean, you can apply it to anything, but so, and then there, and then I guess there's the the classical style. Which do you guys like to watch? I like it to be in between the. Uh, I like it to see, look more like fencing, okay, in a way, but like less um, hand behind the back style, or whatever. Um, I want it to look like both people know what they're doing. I don't want some guy just swinging around like a madman. So but I don't want people like running on the air either. If I'm gonna watch like a sword fighting thing, I want it to look like they both know what they're doing. I want it to look, to look like it could happen in reality. Like they're being strategic with what they're doing. Like they're trying to outperform the other guy, get there and get in to find the hole and do what they gotta do. Okay. I think it just depends on on my mood because I love Wuja and so like I can get by with the idea of like the graceful you know, artsy, wire-foo type stuff, because that's based on opera, and that's kind of all in the um, spirit of putting on a good performance and making things look really cool. But uh, it just kind of depends on the mood. Like, if I want just, like, some mindless violence, just watching blood and stuff, it's... I'm happy with everything, yeah, really. Slash. Yeah. Can... Oh, what was your... Uh, personally, I like um, a, kind of a blend between the uh, artistic style and the... Um, uh, like the the graceful choreography styles. Um, the one thing that I have always found really impactful is um, like when you're watching the two guys fight and it is always seems out of nowhere when one of them gets cut and it's not a fatal blow. And that is always really impactful for me. So I like seeing almost to a technical scale when two guys really proficient with the sword are going at it. Okay. Uh can you have a sword and sandal movie? Yes. Uh, wait a minute, I skipped Good. something. Good answer. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, guys. Are we time traveling? Nope, nope. Nope, I haven't. I, I have not missed anything. Okay. Can you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Can you have a sword and sandals movie? Oh, hold on, I might be missing something. Just give me a minute. I'm okay. gonna. Dude, I got. No, 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 everything's fine. Go ahead, Adam. Yeah, I know, I'm, I'm fine. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> Uh, can you have okay, I'm, I'm doing it. I gotta check this yeah. one second. I hate you guys so much. Okay. Can you have this genre? Alright, it's good. We're good. Okay. Can you have a sword and is it in Asian in Asian cinema? I'm not racist. In Asian cinema, <laughs> is there a, a, a what's their version of sword and sandal? Would that be like the sweeping epics like hero and I think that's just Wuja, yeah. So that that would be their form of Sword and Sandal movies. What about? Did you see Forty Seven Ronin? 
the Keanu Reeves? Yeah, yeah. You, know, you like that? Yeah, yeah. That bad? Jesus. You like Keanu, you like Keanu Reeves? Like I can't. Yeah, like I can't. I can't. You know. Can't downvote my boy Keanu, but Thank you. at least you like Keanu. Uh, so, so could you have that graceful sword fighting in like uh, Gladiator? Could you have Russell Crowe doing the very graceful? Because he's all just. Oh. I think the closest we get to that is like three hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's that's the it's easier to put Western sword fighting style in Eastern cinema than it is to put Eastern sword fighting in Western cinema. Like, if you look at the samurai movies like um, Lone Wolf and Cub and um, oh, the one about the female samurai. I don't remember the name of that one. Um, but you look at those kind of movies. Mulan? No. Stop. <laughs> um, Got him. But if you look at those, you see this kind of less wire foo and more of that traditional sword and sandal type of sword fighting in the the samurai movies okay okay um anything else that we like no okay uh, some of the things we don't like uh some of the things we no we like everything about them the thing uh, i don't well, hey, I, I, when they have um when they're telling Half these movies are the same. Whoa, well, freaking. Hold on, stop. I need to check something. They're the same movie. <laughs> it's the same story over and over again. Like, some, now, we, how many times have we made Troy? Twice? How many times have we made Spartacus? Well, it's a different Spartacus, so once. The Spartacus show and the Spartacus movie aren't connected by the same character at all. Okay, but how many times are we pulling back from the scene? But it's about a slave, though, right? Named Spartacus? Yeah, so, yeah. He yeah, picks okay. up the, the I, name Spartacus because they, they liken him to the, the old warrior. Right, yeah. so how, how many times are we pulling from the same original story? Like, there's a Maybe lot of... Maybe twice. There's a, there, it, there, it's, been, it's multiple times for most of these stories. I, okay, We're I'm, not pulling into some of the other stories that are really sweet 100% don't get we don't need wait wet say it one more time shut up (laughs) we we don't need another Hercules movie no wait did you like the rock or did you like the dude from John Carter as Hercules I mean the rock one was okay it was an entertaining popcorn movie that was about it that's all it was meant to be I saw the rock one it wasn't good it wasn't bad it was just I I like parts of it I liked uh, I liked uh, the the uh, the blend of superstition yeah. In it, like they didn't understand what centaurs were, and they thought that their dudes riding on the horses were centaurs. And I, I like I like little uh, breadcrumbs like that, okay. where it shows, um, kind of adds to the uh, adds to the presentation, I guess, and kind of gets you into the mind of the someone thing. back then, huh? like uh, like Thirteenth Warrior. When they thought all the all the Gauls and stuff were like these weird demons and stuff, or you no, know, they're just people in bear skins. I guess yeah. they weren't Gauls, but that's kind of where I went with it. I, I am going to say that Thirteenth Warrior is the best movie of all of them in this franchise. <laughs> that's not it's, a sword sandal. That's a that's a sword sorcery. It's, or, it's, there's no sorcery in that. It's historical well, fiction. It's based off of sorcery. I just I get to that. <laughs> all right, let's get to it then. Oh, I'm working on it. What, so well, what happened to bullet points? Now we're just working our yeah, no. So, uh, <laughs> After he checks, After no. He so checks. I'm saying, did you I, need to check her? No. So I, I do agree with you. We don't yeah. need another Hercules story. Uh, we don't need another Clash of the Titans. Uh, the, 
there are so many good Greek mythology stories that and I And we just know. keep pulling from the same there's well that. There's that. Over so there's... I guess I want to agree and disagree. So I can't, rem- I can't remember who said it. I think it was... Some author. I think it was... It might have been Clive Barker. I don't remember. I read, I a blurb, like read a blurb about it. And he said... At the end of like this statement, he said... Uh, Humans will always sit down and listen to the same story. Yeah. And if that. you look at, you know... The, the Iliad, I mean, it was a it was an oral tradition story before it was even ever written down. So it has this, built into it, this um, repetition and like being spread and being told again. So I think we, it's just kind of what we do. We like, we're always going to want to see a new an old story presented in a new way. Well, Daniel owns a store based on old stories presented in a new way. Right. Batman, Superman... Right, we're always, we're always going to want to see iconic heroes doing iconic hero things. Yeah, I mean, the, the modern comic book hero craze goes back to Greek origins. I mean, without the Greek superheroes, Odysseus, Agamemnon, Ajax... Uh, you really need to watch something else besides Strobe. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because those are, the major, those are the major characters in the Iliad. I, I know. I just, yeah. Never mind. Just, anyway, and, and you know you've got you Hercules and Perseus and. By the way, Clash of the Titans is bullshit from someone who likes uh, Greek mythology. Yeah. It Perseus good. did not ride Pegasus. There is no Kraken in uh, Greek mythology. Anyway, I'll shut up. But that makes me mad. I'm with you. <laughs> I interrupted okay. you as always. Anyway, I was just saying that that our modern day superheroes hark back to uh, Greek superheroes, and even them, you can say those aren't the origins because maybe they go back to the Macedonian and the, the Babylonian superheroes like Gilgamesh. Oh, I love Gilgamesh. Yeah, I had a history teacher who described Gilgamesh as the Babylonian Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, <clears throat> he had a he had a fist for a chin too. Uh, okay, so Did you say you want somebody to fist your chin? Yes okay. I'm just I, I hope that came through I'm, the mic okay. I'm pretty sure Chin Fisto is a Star Wars character just uh, saying. So recent uses of the genre Include the 300 series, The Immortals Have you seen The Immortals? Immortals yeah, yeah, with Hyperion and Yeah, 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 yeah That's I, an amazing movie Did you like it? I saw it in a theater by myself Really? Yeah What do you think? I like It's a beautiful movie It is, it is It's. I like that That Cinematography, it's good. Uh, the two Hercules films, Pompeii and Exodus: Gods and Kings, starring Batman. Uh, Which one? Uh, the, the, the good one. The rogue one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it for you. And George, even George Clooney is in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Man, sorry, '90s kid. <laughs> I made that. I make that joke Adam later did. in the movie. I make that joke I, later. You had it written in your script? Yes, I did. <laughs> to, to make, make a George Rogue Clooney one joke? joke? No, to make a Rogue One joke. That's so bad that you have to write it down and you can't just force it naturally in a conversation. So, force okay. it naturally. So anyway, anyway that's, okay. that's what she likes me to call it. <laughs> so anyway, Exodus Gods and Kings had a budget of $200 million. It grossed $268 million, so it at least made its budget back. The, the Rock Hercules had a budget of $100 million. It, it grossed $244 million. Not Marvel money, but it's it's making money, um, so it's it's got a niche audience enough to. Well, the Rock probably helped that one out. But what about that movie that looked really terrible that had um, the guy from Game of Thrones in it? 
the, the Egyptian based movie. Oh, um, Gods of Egypt. Gods of Egypt. Yeah. That one. I'm curious how much money that didn't make. That had Gerald Butler in it too. Yeah, that yeah. one actually. It looked terrible. I'll look it, that up. It that, that was, was okay. It wasn't I don't great, remember but that one. I couldn't get through. Yeah, um, I get, I, uh, Gerard Butler plays uh, Set. Yeah, and. I think, Ooh, I, 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 think I sat down to watch it. I just don't remember. remember. That's the one where, like, they, didn't they, like, shapeshift in that one? Yeah. With the giant? Okay, yeah. Yeah, and then there was the, I think it had the raft, and they were rafting down the Nile at some point. Yeah, and the, the giant tree. Looked, like, that movie looked terrible. Now, my mom is the biggest Gerard Butler fan you have ever met, and she watches all of the movies so I get to hear how great every Gerard Butler movie is. It, it made its budget back. It had a budget of 140 million. It made 150.7 million. Squeaking that one out. Yeah. <laughs> so, go, at least so, you don't owe anybody. So anyway, it's got a niche audience. Okay, is there a way? Has this? Has this? Has this? Why am I so tinny? Hello, hello, hello. That's just your normal voice. Oh, okay, good. Uh, <laughs> so, has this genre of film? been uh, regulated to just every five years or a TV special or if some famous celebrity wants to do it or is there a way to breathe life back into the genre? I don't think it's been regulated because I don't think the government has anything to do with that. It might have been relegated. He's such a dick. <laughs> you all know I can't use words. Well, hey, you, you and your specific ocean need to leave me alone. <laughs> See how they treat me? Yeah, yeah, these jokes are harking back. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, is there a way to bring is there a way to bring this back up to the? Can this be the replacement for the comic book movies? No. Would you watch your whore mouth? Not for a while, at least. They're like it's gonna take. Yeah, the comic book movies are way too. Good yeah, right comic book movies are kind of just the thing right now. Is there something that we can do? We can take some comic book person that can time travel and put them back in time. And make a movie that way. Finish your sentence. That was my uh, sentence. Uh, Boost for gold movie, anyone? No, no, I'm just saying, is there any... Is yeah. There, no. I want to watch him go back in time and okay. just ruin things. No, no, I'm no, not, not. Like, putting up little, like, hollow videos promoting himself all over the place in, like, ancient Greece. People are like, what are these gifts from the gods? No, I don't mean, I don't mean <laughs> use that as a backdrop for one film. I mean, bring the genre back. Is, 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 it, is it just now Netflix? Is that the only way, or can we bring? Because, I mean, Batman and uh, Gerard Butler couldn't save it, so. I I think you can. I think you, what you do is you have to. Come, I sound really. Oh, there we go. I think you have to come back to the well, uh, and, and you have to go back to the the roots of it. Okay. Um. So, like uh, uh, Josh said earlier, um, you, they pull from the same stories too often. Um, but that's the great thing about Greek and Roman mythology is that there's so many stories to tell. I agreed. Um, and I think the problem is that too many of them do too much. Uh, for example, Hercules. Um, you could do a Hercules movie if you didn't try and fit all 13 labors in one movie. Twelve. Twelve. It's all 12 labors in one movie. Uh, well, you can't kill in his family. It kind of is a or, labor. Or tell it. Uh, <laughs> He's probably sweet. You can make it a montage. He doesn't do that much. Chases a boar, kills a bird. Why can't we ever see the one where he cleans the stables? Yeah, that one's that one's kind of left out. That one's the that's always Oh yeah, and the seventh labor was done. Let's go to the next one. They always just kind of bypass that one. You know what? I want a Greek mythology 
MCU style. I want to start with like Kronos and the Titans. I would love to see that. I would love to see the the Titans story. And like I just want to watch movies about the Titans, like the spawning of the gods, and then Kronos and, and, eating his children. Right. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Kind of like when Adam never mind. Yeah. So, so there's there's. <laughs> I agree. With, I, I agree. I agree with Snyder. I want to uh, see on all of it. Yeah, on all of it. This is sweet. All of it. Yes. Even the self uh, facial. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to see. I want to see. I, I thought a lot about this because I didn't tell you guys to do homework tonight. So, so I apologize. Uh, I want to see Hades portrayed correctly. Mm-hmm. Almost, almost always, not every time, but almost always, he's portrayed as the Christian, I, Christian idea of the devil, which he is not. No, not at all. I want to see him portrayed correctly. Although, and, out of the whole cluster that was the Disney Hercules movie, because it wasn't anything like it should have been, but right. it was still a fine movie. Right. That Hades. Well, is yeah. the best Hades. That's because James Woods is a pimp. So <laughs> he, he's he's good at his job. Everything else, I don't care. But he's good at his job. Right, 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 yeah. right. Fair enough. Yeah, I I want to see a good. I even uh, uh, not not the, the one we don't not the name that we do not speak, but his brother, who portrayed Hades in uh, the Clash of the Titans. I didn't even like that. Which name do we not speak? Uh, the name we don't speak. Bolgamore's brother. Fines. Fines. Fines' brother. Yeah. Uh, or no, we see the same one. Um, we see the fines. Uh, I really have no idea what you're talking about. Ralph Fines, no, not Ralph. The other Ray Fines. Ray Fines. He portrayed Voldemort, didn't he? The I think Ralph Fines was Voldemort. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, his brother then was Hades. Yeah, Clash Brendan. of the Titans is not good. Anymore, yeah, yeah, so it's fine. So, I, so I want to see Hades, and I want to see. I think I was thinking about what story would I want to see. I want to see Bellerophon done, uh, the true origin of Pegasus. He is a hero, much like... Do you like He-Man, by the way? Yeah. Get them. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm out. Thanks. <laughs> no, okay. So, much like He-Man, like, he is a solidly, solidly moral hero. Like, his moral compass is north all the time. And his story would be awesome to tell. Especially nowadays where even Captain America's moral compass is gray. I think that would be cool. That would be an interesting story. I think I would like to see the um, uh, the story of Persephone. Oh um, yeah, and, and, oh, yeah. I'd be down and with that. her and is it Demeter, her mother? Artemis. No, Artemis Demeter. is uh, Demaris's sister. Artemis is goddess of the hunt. Right, I thought and her... she is the eternal virgin. So no. Um, anyway, go ahead. I'll look. Yeah. Up. Anyway, uh, Persephone and like the conflict of of uh, Hades taking Persephone as his wife. Mm-hmm. And the, that um, uh, that is a story I would be very interested in seeing portrayed. Demeter, yeah, you're right, sorry. Yeah, yeah that'd be really sweet. There's a, see, there's so many stories that yeah. just we don't see. And it's so frustrating because there, a lot of them are very good. I agree. And, could, and, if, and if done correctly, could be great. I feel kind of sick. This is the most I've ever agreed with Snyder. It's the I last do, time it's ever going to happen. Like I'll purposely all. not do it from now on. You'll, you'll say something, I'll be like, damn, that's good. No, that's stupid. Yeah, you, 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 yeah, you idiot. Oh, I really like it. Uh, so I think well, I think another reason maybe why we don't see him is, is the budget. I, I realize with C, maybe CGI can save some of this. I, I don't like CGI. I like practical effects. But with CGI, I think we can tell some of these. Like, 
in, in the Bellerophon story, there's a scene where uh, Poseidon has his back as he's trying to approach the city. And every step that he takes, the ocean follows him. Because the sit, there's the archers are all they all got their bows pulled back and they're gonna fire at him as he's coming up on the city. So Poseidon protects him by bringing a wall of the ocean behind him. Mm -hmm. So I'm, maybe, maybe the cost is a is a re, one of the reasons. It's, well, it's too risky of a venture to do these sorts of movies because of how well they have not done in the past. I think that's part of it. I think part of it also is some of the stigma around um, some of those mythologies. Because you look at, at Greek mythologies and Greek heroes and you are filled with with things that we find taboo in our normal lives. Um, we, we, it has, incest. Yeah, incest. They love banging um, their family. Uh, I hate to say it, but there's a lot of homosexuality. And that has been. Is that, that, that's not that's really way less of a problem. Yeah, now. it's not really it, a it's, it's, Right, it's not a taboo concept now, but it's still one of those kind of hot button issues that uh, every time we have a homosexual character in a movie, there's uproar on the internet about it. That's like five guys in their mom's basement. They don't matter. I, I agree. It's we a don't local want minority. A sweet movie anyway. That's. We're not in our mom's basement. We're not, basement. We're not in the basement. Okay. I don't, if I Tyler were here, thank you. We have moved six. out last week. Oh, Tyler, yeah. we're mad at Tyler. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, but I, I think that's the kind of the things that that big Hollywood producers are going to look at and go, "Well, we don't want the backlash, even if it is just five guys in a basement." It's like that's not a bad name for a segment. Um, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it still is producing negative publicity for the studio, and then you have like the issues of underage. Um, because the age of consent in Greek apparently was nine. What? Actually, it, it was super young. A lot young. of times in Greek mythology, consent doesn't even matter. Right, and then uh, <laughs> yeah. my last point was rape. Yeah. So you've got a lot of hot button issues in the traditional telling of of there, a lot of Greek mythology. There's a YouTube mythologies. video called Five Guys in a Basement." No. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry. Okay, so See, you guys keep saying five guys, and now I want to go get a burger and fries. Like, Okay. Why is there not a Five Guys Be around here? Before it's, it's like expensive parties. <laughs> You're expensive parties. Thanks. So before we move on to sword and sorcery, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I actually got maybe an out out to this. It won't. It wouldn't be traditional uh, Greek mythology, but you guys know the God of War franchise. Yeah. Do a God of War franchise movie. That would, that would just be a video game. Yeah, but it'd game be a video game movie, and we know how those go. Yeah, yeah. True, I'm just saying. Well, as long as we don't have a uh, Yui Bowl making it, it's fine. Like, ah, what, what is he people, doing nowadays? People like Hopefully, movies, he's locked in a basement There's with his other friends really talking about how much he hates women. I don't know. I have no There's idea. There's what? Like one good video game movie ever? And that is Super Mario Street Bros. Fighter? You <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I liked it. You did uh, you? Really? Yeah, Johnny Legs. Johnny Legs was home. I love him. Johnny Legs. The dude from Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Uh-huh. Bob Hoskins? Yeah. yeah. I'm not hearing uh, any no's, uh, so okay, anyway. I, was, I mean, it was we're good. all in stunned silence. Okay, so what was the good one, then? World of Warcraft. I didn't watch that. That, that all, one was really good. Is World of Warcraft a video game? Yeah. Yes. It was, was a board game. How do you not know that? I don't what? play video games. No, it, you, you it's don't a, even have to play video games, It's though. a It's a multiplayer online game. Role playing oh, game. Oh, it's a computer. role playing game. And okay. then there were three strategy games set in that universe beforehand, just called Warcraft. Warcraft. What about Hitman? 
They did that one. Was, was they do have a Hitman movie, or movie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, right? it wasn't oh. good. Oh. It was different. I didn't like the actor they picked for him. Timothy yeah. Olyphant, you should. Okay, anyway. Oh, I thought you were talking about the new Hitman. Forty Agent 47? Yeah. Didn't like him? It was different. Okay, before we move on, <laughs> you notice how he doesn't make it seem negative anyway, but it's still just like, yeah, let's just get past this. Anyways, can we? Can you do? Let's say, let's say I, I throw, I throw ten thousand dollars on the table. We're gonna make a sword and sandal movie. Can we make no. a sword and sandal movie for ten thousand dollars? Do you already have all the equipment? Yes, I, I actually do. Yes, okay, I got you all, have the all the equipment. What yes. about actors? Bypassing bypassing paying the actors. Can we make th- that's considered a shoestring bypassing, budget? Bypassing, so we're gonna have uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins, that have Brad Pitt. No, 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 no. We're using the resources we have. Ignore paying the actors, but we're using the resources. So we pull people from we pull theater actors from Chicago, Springfield, etc. So bypass all that crap. Can we make this kind of movie on a shoestring budget? So, so you're saying this is the effects budget, and that's it? Or I don't know. You tell me. Let's figure. What, what would for ten thousand, I think we could. Well, I want to be optimistic. I want to say we can. Okay. It's what kind of story? Tell me a story. Give me a bear. Give me a skeleton brain. of. A for ten thousand dollars, I th- you could do like the middle half. <laughs> well, it's it's twenty books, so you could do the middle half of the Iliad. Like you could do. How would you do? Od- Troy? You could do. Oh, you, you could just stick to speak or stick to the Iliad. You could do Odysseus. And um, oh shit, just forgot his name. Holy cow! Achilles with the with the eyes. No, with the eyes. Uh, Diomedes? No, Diomedes. Is Diomedes? Yeah, you could do Odysseus and Diomedes sneaking into Troy, like Metal Gear Solid. Okay. Okay. We're, we're, That's we're, the whole movie. Well, I mean, it would be the buildup. It'd be like, hey, guys. Achilles is fucking pouting. Agamemnon's a dick. I understand this. We were getting our fucking asses kicked. We gotta kind of do this. That makes sense because when you see a Vietnam War, you don't see every aspect of the Vietnam War movie. You see a small platoon story. Okay, so it'd be more like uh, it'd be the Trojan horse aspect of it, and that's it. No, it'd be before the Trojan horse. No, it was way before the horse. Yeah. Yeah. This is like. When they, it's, I think, it's, yeah, you're, you're putting it's, the horse before the cart. Hey, okay. that's desperate. That's I don't how you're supposed to do it, actually, in case you didn't catch on. Uh, I don't understand metaphors. You're like Drax the Destroyer. He's invisible too. <laughs> that was such a stupid part you of that movie. Don't know. Okay, that made him amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, I like that. All right, well done. See, you actually participate. These two. Well, you know, know what? what? Okay. <laughs> Hey, okay. <laughs> Hit him. All right, mo- moving on, moving on. The sword and sorcery genre. A label given, uh, by me, a label given to almost but not all flicks that take place in or around the Middle Ages. Doesn't necessarily have to do anything with swords or sorcery, but it's both usually in the periphery of the story. Like, even if it doesn't have magic, it's like there's always like that superstition of a wizard, and even though if it's like even King Arthur, the one with Clive Owen, the, the realistic take of King Arthur, Merlin. Was was supposedly a magic man, but he was just like a wild man in the woods. But he's right, like, oh, right. he might have magic, but there was no actual. So. He knows the mystical ways. Right. So the, this genre has never really gone away. It's always been weaved in and out of pop culture, not only in cinema, but games, board games, comic books, etc. 
Uh, examples are Braveheart, the Robin Hood flicks, A Knight's Tale, First Knight, King Arthur, etc. Et anyone got any favorites they like to? Monty Python, Holy Grail. Okay. Princess Bride. Um, they're all looking at me. I have to decide on a favorite. Um, Kingdom of Heaven? That one was that's, that's my Jimmy Jam. You like that one too? I like the Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah. Wait, was that, uh, was that Orlando oh. Bloom? Yeah. Ridley Scott. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's hard for me to nail down a favorite on that particular genre. Like, they all have things that are good and things that are bad about them. Um... I think I think I'm going to come out here on a limb and and have an unpopular opinion. I think my favorite one of those is called Black Death. Sean Bean. Uh, Nicholas Cage. The guys no. in the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, right it's Nick, Cage. Nick Cage and Ron <laughs> yeah. Perlman. Uh, they play uh, uh, warriors who are coming back from the Crusades, and England is beset by the plague, and uh, they're tasked with um, uh, escorting the queen, or not queen, uh, a witch. Uh, that they think is the cause of the plague to a holy house, and then weird shit starts happening to them. Are you talking about season of the witch? Maybe yeah. a season of the witch. Yeah. Of the Black witch Death has Sean Bean. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Season of the witch. I'm sorry, that's the, the name of it. Nicholas that's Cage a and Hellboy. Good, good song. Yeah, Ron is that Perlman. the one where he's screaming about the bees, or is that a different? No, that's, no, that's, that's Wicker, Wicker Man. Man. That's right, yeah. yeah, season of the witch. That's a good song too. Um, let me get back to my script. There's a YouTube video out there where it's, it's just not, a ten minute loop of him screaming about bees because I'll watch it. No, no, it's not, <laughs> probably it's not about Sean Bean. It's basically what would happen in every movie that Sean Bean has died in if he had actually lived instead. Well, he murders everybody if he doesn't die, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he so, has to die to save the world. Yeah, but the voice actor they get warm is just hilarious as hell. Let me let me push over this pot of sword and sandal. Crap! So now we got the skillet. Don't spill our soup. We worked on that for right, an hour. Right on. Damn, it's all over the flow. Right on floor. Flow. Oh, right on the flow. Let me, let me lift this. There we go. Okay, so we got the new one here. You, so you got rid of your pot. Now you have your kettle. Yes. Okay. I, I got a handful of stuff. What am I throwing in there? Ingredients for sword and sorcery. What we got? A young ward. Swords. Damn it. Sorcery. You got <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> Bows and arrows. You're you're just okay. reusing my joke. Yeah. That's the best part of jokes is when you reuse them, obviously. That's why you like Ragnarok so much. Unexpected uh, monster. Yes, I see what you did there. Yeah. Unexpected monster. That was all for you. Unexpected monster. Oh, give me an example. Uh, wait. No, not doing it. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, the rats of unusually large size. It's like, it's just like, oh, I don't believe they exist. Bam! Giant rat. Okay. But is that a tr is that a trope you have to have in all? No, I'm just saying that's one of my favorite things. Oh, like, oh my crap! Or oh my crap! Oh my crap! Or it's like a completely normal sword kind of movie until like, oh my god, there's actually a magical creature here. What are we gonna do? Okay. Wait, dragons are real? What? The troll, the, like the troll under the bridge style thing, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I tend not to like the ones that got uh, battles on them because they, they tend to become a cluster of visuals that I can't follow. Like, I like the intimate sword fighting. Is sword fighting like a... Was was that like... Is that a practical... Well, of course, it's practical because you can actually... It's, it's self-defense, if that's what you mean. Right, no, but I mean like... <laughs> <laughs> wherever that falls on your list. No, no, wherever. No, I'm, trying to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think... Above, below water, food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to figure out... What, how do I want to phrase it? Like, what was, what was sword fighting like during an actual war, was it like just a cluster of people just swinging wildly? What was it like? From from 
the uh, recreation and stuff that we do on our level, it's very much is a big battle when two forces come into contact with each other. It very much is a cluster of just um, trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah they're trying to kill you. And news, that's war in real life too. No, no but I mean, like, I don't <laughs> enjoy what. I, I like like an intimate sword fighting, a sword fight. More of like a, when, a like a dance of death rather than just a. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I enjoyed, I enjoyed the the Darth Maul, Qui Gon Jinn, Obi Wan Kenobi sword fighting. I enjoyed the. You are the only Star Wars fan in the. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That death fight was dope. I enjoyed. I'm not a Star was, Wars fan. Though. I enjoy the. I enjoy like the sword, the fighting in Hero. Um, like uh, House of Flying Daggers, that that kind of sword fighting, I, I like. Wujaw will never not be dope. Uh, Zulu from this uh, Trek reboot was cool when he had that sword. That that one, that sword fighting oh, was yeah. cool. Who? Uh, Zulu. Zulu. Yeah. Zulu. Right? Zulu. Zulu. Is that not right? Yeah. What is it? Zulu. Zulu. Commander Zulu. Zulu? Com- not Commander Zulu. Is his name not Zulu? Did I just make another? Is that a Z? It's an S thing. And yes, you did. Zulu. Zulu. Yes, Lieutenant Sulu. Oh, uh, I think I wasn't gonna do it now. Like, uh, like I don't like uh, like the new sword fighting. Like, like just I mean, not the new, but I don't like the just the the chopping wood. I don't like that kind of stuff. Because it was reality. Yeah, probably. Okay. Well, let's get an opinion on that. Uh, how is cinema sword fighting compared to a real life sword fight? And what do you prefer to watch? In a sword and sorcery copyright. In a... <laughs> uh, in a... Alright, so... With the whole, like, movie aspect, like, a lot of... Movie things are just... Hollywoodized. I mean, like, you're, you're, you're trying to tell a story, people want to see action and drama, so, like, the sword fights are... Drawn out. They're not... Based on being accurate, because... Frankly, being accurate is, is boring. You're just one dude trying to kill another dude. I mean, like like in the UFC when two dudes are getting in onto each other and they're just grappling and rolling around, the ref just breaks it up. So, kind of, that's what I'm trying to get at. Uh, it's, just, it's just Hollywood eyes. They make it look flashy and flowery, and it just adds to the visual drama of what you're trying to uh, watch. It gives you something to pace. Um, it just kind of depends on my mood, though, because I mean, like, as much as I like history and um, researching things and figuring stuff out, like, I like the fighting aspect and the martial art aspect of figuring out like what was practical, how things were actually used, and but I mean, if I'm just in the mood to watch a a, a movie, I can just like turn my mind off and you know just go with the flow of just like, oh, okay, yeah, that totally works. Okay. Okay. On, on that similar subject, so in every Hollywood movie ever armor does nothing until it's the main hero and it's reinforced by the plot. Oh yeah. How much does armor actually do when you get hit with a sword? Um, well I've never been hit by a real sword. The I've, I've been hit by the weapons that we use which are basically made out of wood. Um, I have a lot of friends that do international um, medieval heavy combat um, ACL is what it's, it's it's called, stuff like that. I am International Medieval Combat Federation, IMCF, yeah. Stuff like that. They travel all around the world, you know, Spain, Czechoslovakia. They go over to, you know, 
Eastern Europe and do stuff like that. And those guys get hit with, like, real steel swords. But it's kind of not the same, because, I mean, the stuff that we have nowadays is made to be safe, where back then, like, you know, you had to eyeball something when you made it, and stuff could fail all the time. Swords could break, and stuff like that. So the armor that we have nowadays, for recreation, is still safer than... What they actually... What would have been. Could they stop a bullet? A bullet? So, during a certain point of time, during, like, the 1400s, 1500s, maybe... They had, uh, armorers would do what's called a touch mark, and it would basically, he would make a breastplate, and then he would go and he would shoot it with a musket, and you would look at the, where the bullet hit, and you knew that guy knew how to make good stuff, because it would stop a bullet, but I mean, back then, the firearms were iffy, and you know, it had to hit you just right, and it's kind of one of those things, but it's what armor does, it takes a killing blow and turns it into a wound instead of, you know, something that just outright kills you. Um, kind of lost my pace there. Where are we going? No, no, no. With no, that's crazy. Gonna, I'm just kind of well, absorbing no. and responding. We got my kettle. We got we got me kettle here. So we got to me kettle here. So so what else we what else we going to put in there? Chivalry. You talked chivalry. a lot about chivalry. Yeah, yeah I, I used your um, do we want to dash? Virtues? Do we want to dash or do we just want to just pop the cap and just I'm if a you're popping a cap, you're not using chivalry. <laughs> <laughs> how, how much chivalry would you like in your... Um, one lump or two. One lump or two. It, it depends depends on the on the period. I mean, the, 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 the idea of chivalry is kind of... I mean, it's an idea, so it's, you know, been here from the start. But, like, the era of chivalry is really... It's, it's kind of a preset age of the, the, the really late... 15th century when they had the tournaments and anything that you would think of as like a modern medieval type setting when you think of like medieval times or like anything that's kind of a stereotypical medieval it just kind of comes from that snapshot whereas like as some parts of the world you know like the the Gauls attacking Rome like you're not going to have much chivalry there like you got your state you're trying to protect and you got dudes running out of the woods trying to kill you like there's not a whole lot of time to you know Take up your arms. <laughs> no. Right, right, right. You know, deeds of land and honorable duels and stuff like that. So it just kind of, it really just depends on the, on the backdrop. Okay. So, like, I mean, obviously the later you get, the more you're probably going to see the chivalry. So more of, like, the Three Musketeers. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Somewhere of, like, the Dark Ages probably not so much? Or There would have been, there, there would have been some, but it, it's kind of like a, of like a romanticized type thing like if you think of like Richard Richard the second and Saladin like they were trying to kill each other and take each other's land but like they would write each other letters and they would like give each other gift horses and stuff and it's just it's a, it's a foreign concept shouldn't look a gift horse in the face yes is that right? Did I do that right? Yeah, no. Mouth, Shit. face area. I'm just, I'm going to agree with you. Though. I saw everyone's look. I was like, fuck, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, he's not. Okay. So so that kind of reminds me of the uh, the whiskey war up north. Have you guys heard of this? Uh-uh. It is a war between, it's a war that's currently going on, and it's between, I believe it's Canada and Denmark. And there's, there's an island that has zero strategic value. And when I, when Denmark comes to this island, there's there's a Canadian flag on it. They lower the Canadian flag. They conquer the island by raising the Denmark flag, and they leave a bottle of whiskey, and they leave. 
And then the Canadians will do the same thing. The Canadians will send a force out there, lower the flag, raise the Canadian flag, take the bottle, leave a bottle of Canadian whiskey and back and forth. And it's an ongoing war that's been going on for like, I want to say it's like 60 years. And it just keeps going on and on and on. Anyway, so that 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 you tell them about the the the, the two war the the warring kings and and giving each other gifts and things while during the war just kind of remind me of that. Okay, I'm gonna look up the make sure it's Canada and Sweden. It's Canada and somebody. So, okay, so if we so we've got swords, sorcery, chivalry, what well, uh, unsuspected monster, some recurring. We talked about the same old uh, Greek mythology characters in Sword and Sandals. Some of the reoccurring stories would be your Robin Hood, uh, King, King Arthur, King Arthur uh, Lancelot, Be Beowulf. Um, if you were, if you guys were to tell, if you guys were to tell, budgets no problem, actors no problem. If you guys were to tell your sword and sorcery film, what would it be? I would be have tell the story of I think uh, not Arthur, but the person that owned the kingdom right next to him. Lancelot. No. Oh, I don't. No, I just some. I, I'd actually make a comedy out of it. It's like, uh, how come nobody ever comes to attack my castle? Or like, so, or like, so he's building a fence over on his property line. Make it just like a really cheesy sitcom. Yes, style. Yeah, but Arthur's kids are partying too hard while he's out of town. <laughs> Gotta send the knights over to knock on the door and tell him to turn it down. Did Arthur have kids? Yes. Uh, Arthur and Guinevere? Not oh. Guinevere. Uh, didn't. Oh, uh, Arthur. Arthur and his sister did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Arthur and uh, Mordred. Yeah, it was uh, Mordred. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was the Black Knight that made the kingdom fall. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's Cody. What what story would you tell? For sword and sorcery. Um. Hmm. I think like sword and sorcery. For me, I want to see a more political style of movie. Like I want to see a <laughs> like a British, maybe French. Maybe they're like the War of Roses or something like that. And I want to see, like, warring houses trying to gain control of the monarchy. Um, There's a show for that already. Not a good one. Whoa. Whoa. Wait, if whoa. you don't think that show's good... What show are we talking about? Game of Thrones. It's literally based on a War of the Roses. That's, that's everything he's That's based about. on the French? Well, the War of Roses was France versus um, England. Wait, yeah. Game of Thrones is not about the French? I want no part of it then. <laughs> it's it's based. <laughs> I mean, it, it's all it's all kind of the, the same story. Somebody dies and lo leaves a lot of shit behind, and everybody around the room starts staring at everybody else, and then you know. <laughs> so I think you guys are by judging by that reaction, you guys <laughs> are big fans of it. Game I, I, I watch Game of Thrones. Fantastic show. Like, the fact that you don't like it, I don't even know if we can be I, friends anymore. I, I cannot watch it because there is these massive jumps in between seasons, and I have no idea what's going on. So every time I try and it watch it, I have to go back and rewatch everything. They did not. There's no massive jumps? Yeah, there is. There was at least a year between season one and season two, and there's so much going on in season one that I had to go back and rewatch all of season one. 
before I started season two. So I will acknowledge that it's probably a decent show. People love it. And I will watch all of it when it's done. So I can watch it in one sitting. But the fact that the show can't maintain my attention from season one into season two without making forcing me to rewatch the first season, that's a, a big negative thing for me for Game of Thrones. Daniel, I Maybe think it's your retention. Daniel, I think between it's this not? <laughs> I think between this and your Harry Potter comment, you're about to be killed. I, I might be. I might be. Like uh, we can uh, disagree on a lot of things, but this is a sticking point. I don't know anymore, man. No, no, and I'm not saying Game of Thrones is bad. I'm saying <laughs> the, the way that they have released Game of Thrones is not conducive to how I like to watch. How I need to be able to watch that type of show. Okay, so it's a you problem. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure a problem with the show. It's. <laughs> I, 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 anyway, so so me, I would do like a warring political faction where you've got. Uh, different houses in control for the monarchy, um, and you have um, well, that's because that's what they're called. Uh, you have like noble duels and people gain control of things, where you see like the jousting and and like tournament things, but you also see like the political black backdrop as well. That was um, season one. <laughs> Cody's not getting off of it. <laughs> so you okay? So basically, you want to see a better Game of Thrones. I want. Whoa, whoa, hey, Stop. hey, whoa, hey. Man, if they make a better Game of Thrones, I'm in because that was going to be the best show ever made. I'm neutral, buddy. I am neutral. You're, you're, you're on a line, Adam. Whoa. Okay, Aaron, no money. No money. No money. Not, no, I mean, money, no, you, money is not an issue. I mean, what story just for, what, just what for story like, me, up? like, just putting a personal stamp on, like, I could point to a billboard and be like, yeah, that's me. I would totally do, like, Joan of Arc with like Margot Robbie or something. But uh, that's that's just like yeah. a personal checklist, like me thing. Okay. No big deal. Uh, I would do. I burn her at a stake. Hey. Yeah. I, wow. I'd put her in some men's clothing. I. Uh, <laughs> I want to do. I like knights. Because she's wearing his t-shirt afterwards. Too, right? <laughs> I know. It's just. Burned as a witch because. Would you use the Joan? Anyway. Would you use the Joan of Arc from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Like the, with like the eighties aerobics. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. If, if it's no, if money's is no, if I can just throw money at. at oh, the what if you continue that story while she came back and he showed her doing jazzercise in medieval times? Jazzercise to the. Yeah, I'd be for it. You have like minstrels doing like some sort of cover of Aha Take on Me, and then they're that's too slow to do jazzercise to. Safety dance. You there have you him go. doing a safety dance. I like it. I like it. Uh, have you ever seen the video for that? Take on or uh, safety, safety dance. dance. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm right. That works. Yeah. Uh, I like knights. I like the idea of a knight. They kind of work for me the same way as stormtroopers do, as in like they're just they're just a faceless image that you can put whatever image, whatever emotion you want onto it. I would do like a knight, like a very intimate knight story. And wasn't that the idea of armor to a certain point? Because if you make them all seem similar it's easier to kill them because they're not a person anymore and your mind in the battle um that might be a psychological aspect um i don't really know i kind of went really? a little dark there i think you did say we were going deep earlier yeah yeah okay so the recent i guess uh one of the cons so we all talked about the pros one of the cons is Another is the price tag. That's usually. Is there a way to do 
$10,000 on the table. Is there a way to do this shoestring? What story can we tell shoestring? We're getting you, you are the costume designer. So how, costume mu designer. how much are you charging? How much I charge? Uh, they're not cheap. How many can we get for 10,000? What, what would you, we have 10,000. How 000. many suits can we, okay, are, are we order, are American or foreign? Uh, American dollars. We can get, for 10,000, we can get maybe four suits. Oh, wow. Maybe four. Okay, so that so put keep that. That's if we're buying them online. What if you're making them? Yeah. yeah. What if I'm making them? Yeah. Uh, you're gonna need a lot more than ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so keep that in the back of your mind. T four suits for ten. That's four. Four suits for ten thousand. So clearly, we're not gonna do a big battle scene. What sword and sorcery flick can we make on a shoestring budget of ten thousand? Ooh. What was that movie that Leonardo DiCaprio was in with the bear? The, the Revenant? Yes, we do... That wasn't Medieval Times. I was like, No, no, no. That we do really a version of that in Medieval Times. They're stranded in the wilderness. And it's just two knights. And they have to protect... We, yeah, because we use half 10,000. We suit up two knights. And it's them trying to escort a noble through the wilderness of the world. And... No. You know, oh. actually... I, I'm a, I want, to, I want to seek off of that. That would be kind of cool. That, it'd be kind of cool to see a Medieval movie. Road trip. Maybe. <laughs> after, oh, after, after we <laughs> derailed his train. <laughs> I think it would be cool to see like a really, like a really late period like Italian movie that make it like a boxing movie with swords. Like you have two Italian fencers, and like they just get the idea of like, hey, let's fight. So like the Rocky with swords. Yeah. Rocky with swords. I, I totally watched that. Yeah. Like kind of like uh, kind of like what Night's Tale was almost. More about yeah. the. Sport. I mean, Night's Tale was a biography, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least I think it is. Uh, I don't remember where I was going with that. I like that idea. Uh, that I think it'd be cool to just see to see like a movie that builds up to, um, just two swordsmen that just are studying you know various. Sorty type things, you know. Then they're, have, they're aristocrats. They got free time, what, and they just build it up. What role would Dolph Lundgren and Sylvester Stallone play in this movie? Blacksmiths. I don't know. I can see actually Sly as a blacksmith. On Smith, I'm down for it. Yeah. What about Dolph? What would he do? He would be the, the court jester. <laughs> <laughs> what about a king? He'd be the king presiding over. Maybe, yeah. He'd like, the mad king. Like a viceroy or something, just emissary, just hanging out. Oh, Christopher Walken as the king. Oh, uh, yeah. Because that would be interesting. You gotta, give him, you gotta give him one good monologue and don't have him yeah. talk the rest. Just one good monologue. Yeah. The very end, right before the last fight, just have him monologue. Make for his king speech before the last fight of the yeah. tournament or whatever. Yeah. Alright, okay. Who, who would we get to play the two knights, the two, the two sword fighters? Michael Fassbender. Oh, I love the way you think. We got Fassbender. Who else? Who else would get in play next Well, week? I'm going to go with Adam's go-to and say Tom Hardy. No. Oh, <laughs> no. Tom Holland. Mm. Oh, there you oh, go. God. Spider oh, Tom Holland Spider would be Knight. pretty sweet, actually. Spider Knight, yes. Tom, ha Tom Holland would be, what do you call the dude, the apprentices? He, page. He'd be, page. He'd be a page. Who, I really like Holland. I really like Hardy, but, man, he's too, he's more of like a. He's too short. Yeah, he we wouldn't be graceful. We want, like, a graceful. Uh, do we? Yeah. Well, I mean, or do we want him to just beat. be the, 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 the beat down? What about Fassie and McAvoy? Okay. Yeah. That's Magneto a, that's, versus that's, Professor X. That's something to think about. 
don't know if I'm into it. McAvoy could. I think I think that'd be awesome. I think I think that would be. I'm still on Tom Hardy and Michael Fassbender as Fencers. I like that. But really hard, I like. Don't get me wrong. Y'all know I have a crush on Hardy, but he doesn't. He like. I'm I'm picture in my head. I'm picturing the two duelists as very like refined. Right. Very Hardy doesn't seem like a refined. He seems more like a Mongol. Someone. Well, that's uh, uh, that's. What? Okay. What did I do now? Did I make another <laughs> racist comment? <laughs> no, you just did. Go ahead and do your thing. No, I was just saying. No. No. I was just saying, Hardy seems like a mongrel. No big deal. We're, He's a mongoloid. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're looking at this the wrong way. Okay. Michael Fassbender, yes. Fassy. All right. The other night, Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah, historical accuracy. Are there ladies' night, lady nights? Historically, I am not sure. Yeah, but you could put a plot line into there where she dresses like a guy. And underneath that armor, there's no way you can tell it. Yeah, but but see, here's the thing. See, here's the thing. Johansson is rather endowed. I've seen the pictures, the fapping. So, uh, how would you cinch that? I mean, just like just cinch it. I mean, it's late Italy, the Renaissance. You got all kinds of fluffy clothing, padded clothing. But in the yeah, all right. Yeah, I mean, as a person who who wears one, anybody wearing you, it's very hard to tell. A woman on the field versus a man. I mean, there's some subtle hints, but really, you don't know until you like turn around and see their face or they talk to you. Okay. 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 Fassie and uh, Scarlet. I'm still stuck on Fassbender and Tom Hardy in a sword fighting movie. What? Because <laughs> that is you. You. You've got like you can have your you know really technical, you know flighty acrobatic fighter, and then you can just have your bully that is a damn good fighter. You just sold me on it. Just so, so Hardy. I mean, he's being, all about chopping wood and. Well, not just chopping wood, just just being a bully. I yeah. mean, there, there's 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 two sides to a coin, on fighting. There's you know there's that really technical you know chessy this move that move this move type of a demeanor, and then there's just the bully, just to go out there and hurt you. So in these duelists, how how, like how hardcore do, is it is is it to the death? Or is it what? What is it? What are we doing here? For what we do, in in my well, I know you, you probably don't fight to the death. No, what we do simulated, not. like simulated to, to to the death. So, so that's like, what they would do then. In historically, yeah. Well, I mean, they've they usually did a lot of them. Like there's a, you know to first blood. I'm sure a lot of them were you know to the death. Um, it's just kind of. Depends on how the fight. Goes. All right, this it depends on how the fight goes. This is what happens: the final battle, Fassie loses an arm. Hardy just losing fencing. Arm? Loses. An well, arm. it depends on what they're fencing with. Like if, they, if they've got Montantes, <laughs> somebody's <laughs> dying. Then somebody is dying. Yeah, Hardy, like Hardy kills him. Or Fassie loses an arm, kills Hardy. The sequel, Johansson is Hardy's wife or daughter. Out for revenge. I mean, if I get if I get the first movie, I'm I'm just there. We go. I don't care. So okay. If I get that. So, you have an amazing Tom Hardy impression. I do. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you do. From when he portrayed Bane. Oh God, no. So yeah. so I need a quote from this movie for Tom Hardy. I got, I got nothing. I got nothing. It's 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 got to be random. The impression's got to be random. 
So you say, I've got the Bane quote up. That helps you any. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got nothing. We're all, fr- we're all friends here. Go ahead. Doesn't seem like it. As I subconsciously gaze at Snyder. Do you feel in charge? Uh, okay. So the last, the last recent use of the sword and sorcery was King Arthur: Legend of the Sword. At a budget of 175 million, it only grossed 148 million. So has this was that the gangster Arthur movie? The guy Ritchie. Is that the guy yeah. Ritchie? Yeah. yeah. So has this genre died out? Was that just a bad way to go about it? Is there a way to breathe life back into this, or is this has this been more? I think it's regulated? More, more like no regulated. Is more. You said that one again. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Anyway, I, th- I think it's been more that. The, the quality of the films hasn't been great okay. is in it, recent years. Does it suffer from the same thing as Sword and Sandals, where it's the same? It's Robin Hood. It's it, it's, it's King the same Arthur. Stories it's over and over again, and it's the same. Uh, and, and it's 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 movies that aren't good movies. They're like they just kind of like put them out and meh. It, it, I feel like people. It's not remembered. Yeah, it doesn't stick in your mind because well I've seen this a hundred times why would I go see this again but now they've tried like Tristan and Isold Isold that flopped but it was an attempt at a different story so I think the problem with the the genre is recognition um you can go on about stories and stories about Greek mythology because we all learned about it in high school um full I didn't learn about it until college you know I went to Quincy High School we uh, suck okay. so did I I've learned all about it I didn't. I didn't learn about it. But when you start talking about um, medieval type stories, other than King Arthur, what's what's the recognizable one that people are going to recognize that are going to pull out? I mean, you've got you got Robin Hood, you've got King Arthur, Three, Three Musketeers, Three Musketeers, Man in Iron Mask. Maybe not even that one. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, but I mean that's that's a. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't have a whole lot to draw from. So anything that you're... we've been doing the same stories over and over again for the past however long. Right, but you don't have those recognitions. I mean, you, cause, we cause talk cause about... built those recognitions by telling the same stories. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're, they're doing it to themselves by continually doing that. That's why you have the recognition for those big-name stories, because it's the only stories they ever tell. Okay. If that makes sense. Uh, for me, that's how it feels. Dan, I think Daniel just gave up. Well, like when you when you keep doing the same thing over and over, that that's the only thing people recognize because that's all they ever see. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Well, what about Beowulf? Yeah, uh, I mean we've got two or three Beowulf movies now. Um, okay. Uh, oh, but, uh, but we could do like the extension of that. What about? Did you guys see uh, on Netflix Solomon Kane? I flipped by it. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, the opening scene's really cool. Yeah. And then it, it, I've, I've, I've watched the opening scene seven times now, and I've fallen asleep ten minutes after it every time. Okay. <laughs> so it was good. So Un- please, please watch it and let me know how it <laughs> ends. <laughs> uh, I, I, I know what you, I, I know what you're saying. Uh. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Other than maybe doing, uh, maybe other than doing other nights of the round table. Yeah, like doing something like um, like a remake of Mist of Avalon would be neat. 
um, because uh, so that was a, uh, a TV show on USA um, a long, long time ago, back when Gargoyles was was fresh on television. That was like in the nineties. That wasn't a long, long time ago. It's been like thirty years. Um, Twenty-eight years. Yeah, you're right. Tyler was born nineteen ninety. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, but you could do uh, like th- that show followed uh, more. Uh, Lancelot and Avalon rather than King Arthur and I mean there's a lot of cool stuff in Arthenian legends like you've got Gawain and Galahad who are completely un- underappreciated knights you have Percival um, you've got a lot to draw from an Arthenian legend that isn't just the story of King Arthur and Guinevere I thought Lancelot had Guinevere so that shows you how much I, I don't uh, know Lancelot steals Guinevere, Guinevere from Arthur Okay. An illusion back to the Troy. What about doing, what about doing a Robin Hood movie about just the Merry Men? Like Robin Hood's dead, and the Merry Men continue. No, that's not the history. Yeah. You know, it, it's like, it's the thing, and you have that. Like, why am I going to watch a Robin Hood movie without Robin Hood? I I would totally watch a Will Scarlet movie. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you know that. Okay, so. Uh, before we move on to the post-pod trivia, recommendations for Sword and Sandals. Recommendation. Sword and Sandals? Sword yeah. and Sorcery. Or Sword and Sandals. Uh, Sword and Sandals. Um, uh, Star of Spartacus series. Uh, watch the Blood and Sand and Gods of the Arena I and really stop after that. I really you were going to recommend Troy. It's good. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But, yeah, Spartacus, watch... Gods of the Arena and Blood and Sand. Don't watch anything else. Okay. Pass. Pass. Gladiator. Gladiator. Okay. Russell Crowe. We're on sword. <laughs> Jesus. We're on sword and sandal. Sword and sandal. Recommendation. It, it can be anything. A book. A flick. What it doesn't have to be. Sword and sandal. While while you're thinking, I'm gonna recommend uh, the Immortals. I cannot recommend that movie enough. It is. Such a beautiful film. My period was sweet. In that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Check Henry Cavill out before he got jacked to play Superman. Sword and sandal. That put you on the spot. No, I'm just I'm trying to like narrow it down to ones that like. All right, we'll come back. Sword and sorcery. The problem with sword sorcery is there's a lot of issues for me in those those genres. Um, I think I'm going to go back to Season of the Witch. Um, I think that one handles everything very well. Um, I don't like sword and sorcery when they can't decide whether they're sorcery or not. Um, either, yes, there is magic, no, there isn't magic. And I want that decision to be kind of clear-cut. Okay. And where they kind of flirt with the idea of magic or tease magic and then pull it out from underneath me, I don't particularly care for. Um, and I think far too many of the, the movies do that. Uh, so I'm going to go with Season of the Witch. Okay. Snyder? Yes. Son of a... Cody? No recommendations uh, either of them? There was a major TV series. I think it was like a two-part... It was a two-part uh, fantasy series. It was about Merlin. The one uh, where it the had Doctor, yeah, they had Doctor Grant playing Sam Neil. Sam Neil. Yeah. Yeah. Oh that, yeah, that one was good. Yeah, that that's one of my f- first favorite sword sword sorceries. 
Okay. Was that uh, those that two part movie series? Right. I'll put you on the spot again, don't I? Uh, a little bit. I'm still trying to think. Sword and sandals, and now I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna go with sword. Sword. This may be uh, an Adam answer. Would you, have you guys ever watched one called The Outlander with Jesus in it? Uh, Jim Caviezel. He mm-hmm. is a. He's an. Uh, uh, he's a guy in a spaceship, and he travels. He ends up traveling to Earth during. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has an alien on board, but they they think it's a dragon. Yeah. What'd you think of that? That's sort. It's been, it's been a it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It was it was kind of wild. So Aaron agrees with me. It's awesome. Okay. Wild for the record. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So we're moving on to the, this shot. Just cut me off whenever you think of your your recommendations. But I'm gonna move on to post pod trivia. Okay. Pickles. Pickles. Shut up, Grandpa. <laughs> okay. Who? I, I do like Arn the Templar. That's that is a good movie. Who's in that? Arn the. Te- oh shit. What? <laughs> One question at a time. Sorry, One sorry. question at a time. Sorry, sorry. I can't. I can't. Honestly, can't remember. What's it about? Uh, it is about a. Um, okay. What is he? Scandin. <laughs> sorry. It's it's. I think it's a Norwegian movie. Okay. I think. It's been a minute since I watched it, but I remember it being really good. Arn the Templar. Okay. Arn All the right. Templar. Post pot trivia. Who is the man in the Iron Mask? Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. Philip the Second's. Philip the Second's brother. Philip the Fifth. Philip the Third's brother. Louis the Fourteenth identical 14th. twin. There we go. Okay. Name the three Musketeers. D'Artagnan, Por, Por, Porthos, Porthos, and uh. Zorro. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the deleted scene. Yeah. The actual. Look at D'Artagnan, Porthos. Athos, Arathos, and Aramis? Aramis? I'm going to have to rewatch that. Is that Athos, Aramis, and Porthos, and the court, they get D'Artagnan to join? Okay. All right. Okay, this. Much like Batman, Robin Hood had his own family to help him. The Merry Men. Name as many members as you can. Little John. Little John. Friar Tuck. Friar Tuck. Uh, Scarlet. Will Scarlet. Does a king count? No. They don't have the king, though. Bullshit. They've got... You mean you don't have a king, though? <laughs> okay. They've got... Morgan Freeman king was the fucking best. They've got yes. Maid Marion. They've got Little John, a, Maid Marion. Uh, Maid Marion. Okay, I don't know if that Mary counts. Mitt. Whoa, okay. Cody. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, okay, so Little John, <laughs> Maid Marion. all the isms. Friar Tuck, Will Scarlet, Much the Miller's Son... And Alan A. Dale. All right. All right. Okay. This isn't really a question. I just wanted to... So there's been a lot of Hercules movies. Uh, I'm just going to mention some of the stuff he's fought over the years in cinema. Uh, Hercules in the Haunted World. Hercules against the Moon Men. Fire Monsters against the Son of Hercules. Mole Men against the Son of Hercules. Hercules in New York. That was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger's first movie. Yep. Hercules versus Moloch. The Three Stooges meet Hercules, and Hercules the treasure of the Incas. What? Wow. Yeah. So. Anyway, okay, real quick, moving on to the news. Yeah, fuck it, we're going. Okay, so Andrew Dodge has been hired to write a new TMNT script, okay? Live action. Both films were met with lukewarm to ice-cold reception. What do you guys want to see in the news? Is it going to be a reboot or a continuation? They won't say. They won't say. They say it is, and others say it isn't. Baxter Stockman. That's that, what I want to see. Isn't that who Tyler Perry was? 
maybe, but he did not have fly eyes and fly arms and fly wings. So no more Shredder, no more Foot Clan, maybe do a better Krang, Baxter Stockman. I was fine with the way they did Krang. I want to see Baxter Stockman as the main villain. Okay. Maybe some Mousers. Okay. Anything else? I don't want seven foot tall turtles. You didn't like the way they were? No. No. They looked terrible. Okay. I didn't like, I, I, I liked the way they looked. I didn't like the fact that they was uh, basketball players. Okay. Hi. So Baxter Stockman, Midget Turtles. Not Midget. midget. Oh. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Mini Turtles. Uh, we, there better be Usagi Ojimbo. Who's oh. that? Oh. Is, that uh. the, is that the, wait, wait, let me guess. I'm picturing him in my head. Ah, oh, shit, who is he? He is the uh, white rabbit samurai. Yes, that's who I was picturing in my head. Oh, I should have done it. I don't have any confidence in myself. I want him to make the, <clears throat> the new Turtles movie an adaptation of the Turtles in Time game for Super Nintendo. I would watch Jesus. that. I didn't That would that be one. awesome. I yeah, I know, right? He's so sweet. Wasn't that care. Turtles 3? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean... Eh. <laughs> okay, all right. So I do like when the samurai are like just chilling in the subway eating pizza and shit, like fucking around. I've seen that one more than I've seen all the other ones. It's probably one of my favorites. I liked it better yeah. than I like most. I, I think I liked it better than two for sure. I want to see a Casey Jones solo movie. Now, let's just pass that. Oh, okay. All right. Liam Neeson. As no, not Casey I, Jones. I like Casey Jones. And <laughs> Liam the Neeson. I have I a particular set of skills, and I am. In a bag. One thing that makes him relevant <laughs> is that he's <laughs> rapper. Uh, he's a pretty sweet, complex character on his own. Yeah, uh, like to the fact that you're, I don't want like I don't want to see Raph's buddy in a movie. Like, <laughs> but no, what I mean is I'm not going to watch a turtle was, movie that Ralph's, doesn't have What was Ralph's like, vigilante character? Ralph's movie is a Casey Jones movie. No, what was his vigilante? Yeah, he said turtles movie. Raphael's uh, vigilante character. He went out as a vigilante. Like when he just wore a trench coat? No, no, no. Uh, He's talking <laughs> about the sweet movies now. <laughs> no, like, are uh, you talking about that animated movie they did? Didn't they have, didn't they, yeah, didn't he become like a vigilante? He, he became like a superhero. Do you like a movie about oh, that? Oh, I missed that, yeah. Oh, all right. I don't, I don't okay. know anything about that. Okay. <laughs> Last bit of news. I'm going to name a title of a movie that's actually coming out. I want you to tell him, I want you to give me what you think the plot synopsis is, okay? The man who killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. I'm going to abstain because I've actually I read something about this movie. You did. I didn't know you were. I'm, I miss, I can, I'm confused. What? what? If I was to tell you, go watch a movie called The Man Who Killed Hitler and then Bigfoot, what name does plot? Try to come up with the plot synopsis for this movie. Time travel movie, I don't know. Okay, Cody? I'm going to say Whimsical is about an author who's writing a bunch of fictional stories or something. Okay. Aaron? Yeah, I'm going to hop on board with Cody. Okay. Sam Elliott stars as legendary World War II veteran who many years ago assassinated Adolf Hitler in an incredible secret that he's frustratingly unable to share with the world. One day, just as he's come to terms with rounding out his life, Calvin gets a visit from the FBI and Royal Canadian Mounted Police. They need him to take out Bigfoot. Are you fucking... I'm sorry. <laughs> what? I think that's awesome. I Sam mean, Elliott? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Huh. Would you guys watch that? No. 
No? You don't like weird movies like that? Sam I mean, Elliott. I, I, mean I do, Elliott. but that's that's left field for me. That's saying something. Do you like, Sam Elliott. Do you like movies like, like Boba Hotep? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a sucker for Bruce Campbell, but... What about Hobo with a Shotgun? That, that, that one's a good one. So I bet you, I bet you watch this. No, Is this supposed still. to be a comedy? No, I think it's just. I just think it has a weird premise. It's probably gonna be pretty. There's cool. a lot different than watching. I'm Sam, pretty, there's I'm a lot different than watching Sam Elliott punch hooker or punch hookers. Punch, <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, hold on. I don't know. I don't know what movie. But <laughs> Sam Elliott punch <laughs> Hitler and Rutger Hauer blowing away. Vagrants of the Shotgun. There's just a difference. There's yeah, a there's right, a there's yeah. a certain yeah. I will okay. substance. I, I will bow down from that. You're true. You're right. I, I feel like that movie is going to be like two hour epic that you could have done in forty five minutes. Because I feel like it's going to be like there might be filler. Yeah, you know. fifteen minutes of him killing Hitler, fifteen minutes of him being bored his regular life, a conversation with the FBI agent, and then the next hour ten. Is him wandering around, lost in the forest, dealing with his PTSD until he kills Bigfoot, or he realizes Bigfoot's not really a thing. So you think it's too and high concept? Credit. To... It's more regular. Is there a trailer for this, or is there something being talked about? And that's it. No, it's it's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it won an award. I'm trying to find out. Well, this, this actually has been made already. <sighs> yes, yes, it has. Oh God! It stars. <laughs> It stars uh, Sam Elliott. Uh, the The writer is Douglas Trumbull, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey and Blade Runner. Um, what? It's got... Has anybody du- seen this? Yeah, it, it's won an award. I'm trying to figure oh, out... Anybody at this table. It hasn't come out yet. Well, that's... It, got, it has that's 80... That's what I was asking. It's got Aiden and Turner from the Hobbit trilogy uh, and Ron Livingston from Office Space. Okay, so is there a trailer? No, not yet. That's why I was asking was if okay. anybody had seen it. Different? Or okay. if it was out. But it's already won an award. Yeah. Was that me or you? Oh, you. Oh, sorry. Okay. Okay, going on to birthdays. Birthdays. Uh, Robocop himself, Peter Weller, his birthday's today. Ironically, Nancy Allen, the officer chick from Robocop's birthday's today, too. I thought that was cool. Uh, Tommy Tiny Lister, his birthday is today. Debo. Before we could have Iron Man, Senior himself's birthdays today, RDS S, birthdays today. Um, I'm sorry, Serene D. Mir's birthdays today. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you probably know her as Detective Humpsy and Saw a Hardcore Parody. So I'm sure you're you're a big fan. What was the name again? Uh, Detective Humpsy. No, no, the, the real person's name. Serene D. Mir. Uh, <clears throat> please play along. John Gilroy, editor of Star Wars Rogue One. Well, which one is is that one? The Rogue One. Oh, okay. <laughs> Birthday is the day. Is that the I, one? I didn't, didn't even do it sarcastically. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. Uh, and my stunt woman, my stunt person for the day is Ruby Planson. She was a uh, stunt woman on Wonder Woman and Justice League. Hooray! So any any final any closing comments? Sam Elliott? Yeah, man. <laughs> Why are you mad at me? You sound like I cast it. I think Sam Elliott's awesome. Just to make sure I know if I'm, we're thinking of the same person. Sam Elliott Tombstone. is the Oh yeah, Tombstone. Okay. The yeah. dad from the ranch. Right. That's why I just keep saying. Sure. Yeah, that guy's dope. I'm in. 
look up the cast list? What are you... No, show? Showing him who Sam Elliott is. Oh, yeah. oh. No, I know who yeah. Sam oh, okay. Elliott is. That's why I'm saying why. Do you this, prefer... This sounds like a movie he'd never do. Do you prefer Sam Elliott with a mustache? With. He always has a mustache in every existence that, of reality. Wow. That's not true. In Justified, he did not have a mustache. In every existence of reality, Sam Elliott has a mustache. Oh. My grandmother and my mother and I all three agree on this. Yeah, my mom has told my dad she would leave him for Sam Elliott. <laughs> She's very, <laughs> oh, she very openly says, I like, would leave I, Like, the funny thing is, that guy, oh my God, there's so many women, like, who are young enough that they shouldn't know who the hell Sam Elliott is. Yeah. They're like, oh, I would just... What is it? Like, is it I don't voice? know. What, I don't know. Do you guys think it's a voice? It, it's sort of like he's got the. It, 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 it might just be like the ones that have daddy issues or the women who are old enough. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because he's kind of like he's kind of got his body's all cocked to the side. I don't. Maybe it is a daddy issues. I mean, I he's know. good looking. He's a silver yeah. fox for sure. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, like what old man would I? My my mother and my grandmother both. That's a good thought experiment. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, like so mom says she'd leave uh, her husband for him. My grandmother says if I if we if we was about closer in the same age and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Elliott held in high regards in our house. It's got to be the voice and the stash. It's the voice, be the stash, and then the just swag. Yeah, he does have some swag. He, the man does he, have some man. swag. Yeah. He is that. That's what a man. I notice our guest host is not chiming in on this. I'm just. I'm. I'm absorbing all this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want to plug anything? Unless you guys got anything else to say on sword and sandals, sword and sorcery, copyright, anything else? No, I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you, you want to plug anything here? I got nothing. You got any war stories? I think so. We gave. War. We gave you the entire cast. Oh mercy! Did you ever stab anyone in the butt? That's not appropriate for. No, with a sword. Oh, still. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If if you don't, if you can't think of one to tell, I have one. I want you to tell. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of a good, good war story. Sure. So this just goes back to where you were talking about. You don't like. Um, you don't like uh, watching movies where there is just continuous action and there's just two sides clawing and growling at each other and it's just you can't follow it. Right. So being in a situation like that, being in the, 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 the fights, we, we call them when there's more than a handful of people, we call them melees as oh, opposed okay. to like a one-on-one. So it's a melee. It's okay. one side versus another side. Uh, more often than not, that is exactly what happens. Uh, one side gets into... Uh, proximity with another side, and it it becomes a shoving match, and and all kinds of uh, of, of, of things like that. Uh, being in the middle of it, it's incredibly chaotic. I mean, it's exactly like everything you see when you watch a movie like that. I mean, stuff's going by. You have a hard time paying attention. You have no idea what's going on. Like you have a, you have a lot that you have to pay attention attention to. Um, I was down in Mississippi at a really large event down there. And we were uh, doing our thing, you know, we, we were going out and we started engaging this other crowd and they started coming in and they pressed more on us, pressed more on us, pressed more on us. And you start out, you know, in a pretty lax formation as the soldiers and stuff start 
moving forward and you start your, your fighting but the longer it goes on like the more and more crazy and chaotic and congested it gets because you know people get charged up and just that's the nature of how the whole thing folds out but eventually got to a point where a lot of people collapsed on my position and uh my um uh shoulders ended up getting pinned because so many people were standing in front of me and I'm not necessarily claustrophobic until I'm in a situation like that. Right. Like when I have something like pressing on me from both sides on my shoulders, like it just, it's, it's freaky. Um, but like I was trying to uh, direct traffic as it were of like telling people where to go. Cause when you have that many people having to pay attention to that much stuff, wearing that much armor, give or take how hot it is, how dehydrated they are, and you have to yell at them while they're wearing a helmet, chances are they probably don't ever hear you. So it's very hard to keep a cohesive amount of um, communication going on the battlefield, especially when you get, you know, the guys up here just doing their thing, the guys are here doing their thing, you're trying to like, hey, pay attention to this, this is a problem, this is coming towards us. Um, but I ended, my shoulders got pinned, and like I'm trying to direct traffic and I can't see what's going on, and I see it almost like when you're playing like Time Crisis, right? You're sitting there and you see the bullet coming at you but like you can't take your foot off the pedal right, <laughs> and you get hit I, I i look up and i see this guy who has got a spear and it's coming straight towards me and of course instinctively i try to get out of the way but i can't there's people all around me um and a point about our, our, our spears and, and the weapons that, that we use um some of the weapons, or all the weapons, I should say, that we use, this are swords and pole arms and stuff like that, are used out of a wood called rattan. Okay. Now, rattan is a, um, it's a wood. It is uh, in the same family tree, I believe, as bamboo. Bamboo grows hollow. Rattan grows with a, a vegetable pulp in it. So, I mean, it's got a, you know, dense fibers around a tight shell. And we use that just because it is safe, uh, how light it is, and how it responds. Like, you have less a chance of breaking somebody's bones with it because it rebounds and bends a little bit. Um, they also use it to make uh, furniture, like wicker furniture and stuff. Um, oh. Yeah. They usually, you can usually find it when it's the, the real small stuff, but we use the big uh, inch and a half stuff for, for our swords and stuff. Anyway, so that's for most of our weapons. Now for, specifically, only for spears, we allow people to use fiberglass. Now fiberglass obviously has a different structure than wood. Fiberglass doesn't, a, a stick of fiberglass doesn't bend per se, like a stick of wood is right. going to because it's you know, organic and it's got its own thing. So it was a fiberglass spear that was coming in and it just skirts over a couple guys' shoulders and it's, it just drills me square in the chest. I felt my soul leave my body because <laughs> he just hit me right in the solar plexus i mean I, I was wearing adequate armor we were you know i was wearing at least the minimums to, to to be safe right but he just i mean that's that's just how it happens you're going you're going you're going and like you get pinned and he was reaching out and trying to kill somebody and he got somebody he got me and it just boom right in the chest and it was it was an intense experience do you think someone died like that in real life in not, not real really, life, like, like in, in, in armor. So, it really just, it depends on the era and the armor. Um, and, like, what kind of, of an attack it is. I mean, because armor, besides, like, the, the Hollywood-sized um, 
you know, video game size. I mean, it works. You know, it's, it's made to protect you, and it does. And you would think of your typical um, historical warrior because it's an age of antiquity that anything that they had would not be the same as what we have nowadays. But, like, uh, if you took maybe um, boiled leather, for instance, uh, cure bo- or cure bully? That's French. It's, it's, it's uh, leather that has been boiled in wax. If you do that enough times with enough layers, you get effectively plastic. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's an it's a antiquated equivalent. Um, another thing that, just a little kind of a, a blurb, is like usually in like role-playing games and video games and just because of, I don't know, the way things have been set, like usually like your worst kind of armors in games are like your cloth kind of armor, like your, your padded armor, your, you know... Chainmail? Well, I'm just kind of, like your padded armor. Okay. I, I'm just going to call it padded armor because that's mm-hmm. usually okay. pretty generic. When re- in reality, like that is the safest thing that you can wear. Allows more and then, like, well, it, it because of everything that it, everything that it does. Like right. in like in video games and um, role playing games and stuff. Like it's kind of set up that like padded armor is bad. And you want the chain or the, the full plate or, you know, the Dark Souls, you know, the crazy, spiky, metal-y stuff. But, like, in a historical setting, like, having your cloth armor is, like, your first layer of defense. Okay. Because swords are sharp, but they're not as sharp as you think they are. They are sharp enough to hold a point, but they're not razor sharp. You couldn't have a sword be razor sharp because eventually you're just going to blunt the edge swinging at somebody. So a lot of swords are sharp enough to cut you in the right circumstance. Okay. So having that padded armor is like the first level of protection. It takes a lot of the force out of that blow, and it also allows you to wear more armor. Or when you wear more armor, it's, it, it cushions it. It cushions everything. It um, slows down the cutting, or it slows down the efficiency of the, of the, uh, of the blade. Um... I forgot where I was going with that. But, uh... It's like, yeah, yeah, in a situation like that, it would would really just kind of depend. Like, a spear straight to the chest? Probably would. I mean, I guess if somebody wearing just chainmail, probably would. Probably would go right through. But, I mean, chainmail is pretty resilient. And, um... That'd be freaky, man, not being able to... Just seeing, like, your death instrument just coming right at you. And not being able to... Yeah. Um block it or get out of the way I mean like a lot of um, especially when you get towards the later end of the medieval period a lot of deaths on the battlefield were really accidental or not accidental but I mean like you got to a, you get to a point in technology where your weapons aren't really doing anything right like okay. and that's why you see during the latter part of the medieval period you see so many political ransoms because it's like, we can't really kill these guys, but we've got them surrounded. We have everything. Just, you know, surrender. It's, you know, we don't have to rely on killing so many people anymore. It's just kind of a... That's the movie he wants to see. Yeah, I'll get behind that. Okay, all right then. But yeah, armor. It, it, it works, man. Fair enough. I mean, a lot of... Uh, 
I guess that's kind of where I was going with like the padded armor. You don't have to worry about the cut killing you. You have to worry about your broken ribs killing you. Oh, okay. okay. All right, I'm with you. All right. Yeah. Okay. Or, you know, if you're wearing a helmet, it's not the sword cutting you. It's, it's concussion. the concussion or the depressed skull fracture or, you know, just the general, like, blood loss from, you know, or getting hit in the face, depending on the helmet, just getting hit in the face, you know, pommel strike, things like that. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Fair enough. Anything else you want to close on, mm-hmm. close with? No, you guys have any more you, from the hip here. Did you come up with your recommendation yet? For sword and sandal, sword and sandal. I, I really did like Spartacus. When the I was watching on stars, on stars. I mean, nothing against Charlie Hess, but okay, like. right, fair enough. All right. Uh, so, Damage Control podcasting has been recorded at Underdark Comics and Games. Uh, check us out on Facebook at Facebook slash Underdark Comics, or check out our website at UnderdarkQuincy.com. Uh, give us a phone call, send us an email, shoot us a Facebook message, or just stop in and say hi. Oh, okay. Uh, find Damage Control Podcasting on the Twitter at Damn Control. Uh, find us at iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook at Damage Control Podcasting. And contact us at Damage Control Podcasting at gmail.com. Did I miss one? You no, look, you're looking at me like. No, I think we're good. I just, I just, I'm looking at you because I just realized we went through this entire episode without a tally ho. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Or. Yeah. And Fro, give us a tally ho. In in Bane's voice. I tally ho? I got nothing. Oh, God. I gotta let you down. Sam Elliott? <laughs>